These are my people And this is my land This is what we pray for And this is God's plan All right, had to let the intro completely go out because I'm hoarse. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to episode 10 of the Southern Public Pod- Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Doug Jernigan, and uh, we got a full house tonight. It's the first time in uh, in a while that everybody's been here. Yeah, there's six of us again. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go around the table and uh, let everybody inter- reintroduce right. themselves. And uh, I'll probably, I won't step away, but I'm going to kind of let everybody else kind of run things because this probably would get annoying to listen to after a while. Yeah, you sound like an old man. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so between your voice and I've <laughs> caught something coming back from Indiana. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um. But anyway, you got Jamie here again. You got Dwayne. Got Joey. Got Joel. You got Shane. And Joey is, he's our special guest today. Correct. So we, uh, what are we going to, we're going to talk about yeah, opening I weekend. Mean it's, uh, we just come out of opening weekend, four yeah. days. Uh, and all of you guys got to hunt. Opening, all, opening gun. All, all four days. I did. Yeah. And so for people that listen that aren't, from this area, our gun season comes in for four days, um, starts on Thanksgiving, and ends that following Sunday, and then it it, uh, it closes for, I think, crossbow season comes in, state land, and then some of the wildlife management areas, you've got muzzleloader coming up, and we'll roll back into gun season um, like the second weekend of December. December 18th and 19th. Yeah. So third yep. weekend. Is yep. it that far out? Yeah. Now yeah. on, on private property, is it open it continuous runs, or does yeah, it, it runs, stop? So, so yes, it's it's open. Right now it's open for a crossbow, and then next weekend opens for muzzleloading. Right. It goes right into rifle. There's no actually days. So there's no, no downtime nope. on private. private yeah, it just runs concurrent. All That's why I'll be hunting tomorrow. End of February. Nice. Well, some of us aren't as lucky and don't have private property to hunt. Some of us have to work. True. <laughs> True that. <laughs> so All right. Well, I'll let I what I didn't get to hunt. Um I went up to Indiana for Thanksgiving. Um I did get to look around in the woods a little bit. The woods up there are absolutely gorgeous. It's just completely different than what we're used to here. It uh So it when made are me... we going to hunt? I mean <clears throat> that's the question. Dude, I'm I'm working. There there's some there is pro- or public land all throughout southern Alabama or southern Indiana. Um, Hoosier National Forest, Clark State Forest. There's quite a bit. And, there, dude, there's some big deer. And the woods are, like, you could see forever in those woods. We're going to do yeah. some urban bow hunting up there. That would work, too. Ride yeah. around on golf carts and shoot them off golf carts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, so my, my family lives on a golf course. And he 
one of the guys had said he had seen a huge, he's either a big eight or a big 10, but he said it's an absolute giant that is just crossing the road right there by the golf course. And it just hangs out. Nobody messing with it. So is a. So is that one buck? St- is that a one buck state or how's that? I, work? I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm pretty sure Indiana no. is a one buck state. Yeah. Do they get they got a gun season there too, or do yeah, and you can. Them? So previously, you could only use shotguns. Right. Um, I guess now my dad told me that you can use centerfire, just regular rifles up there now. <laughs> so I, I would. Now. I'd still bow hunt. But. Mm. But now they may have the, what do they call it, straight straight jacket? Straight, yeah, straight car, straight wall cartridge. Straight wall cartridge. So yeah. there's no shoulder. From yeah, the so right. there's no necking on it. It's, right. it's a straight wall, like the three, like the three fifty legends, a straight wall cartridge. Yeah. See, I don't know enough 450 about four fifty Bushmaster. And we can talk shit. bows, and I'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> guns. So yeah, none of your common rounds that you would know. You so know, like so 30 30s, 308s, no 308s, 30 all 6, 7 like millimeter. Mississippi, when they have their muzzleloader season, you can use a straight wall, straight wall, straight wall cartridge yep. rifles during their muzzleloader season. I got you. So, so I'll let you guys talk. I know Doug. I mean, with his voice, he's not going to talk a whole lot. But I, I'm sure you got some stories for opening weekend. No, not really. <laughs> it, it was pretty <laughs> shitty. So I didn't see much. I. uh Went to a place that I had hunted years ago, um, probably 20 years ago. Went in there, and uh, they had, since then, had come in and, and cut it, left everything except for, or cut out everything except for the uh, longleaf pines. And it's just open sage, and uh, had a pile of about five or six bucks jump up and uh in that sage and i'll confess i had a rifle with me for the first time and i shot and i i think i led him led the big buck too much and used to the only gun that i normally hunt with is a muzzleloader and yes, so used to one shot yeah so i shot and lowered my gun and i was like son of a bitch i, I got a semi-automatic I could what, shoot again. What were you using? What uh, Thirty all six. Okay. Dad's. Uh, yeah. 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 That's so, cool. but so I went back again on Sunday morning and and saw a four point there. So it's not too bad. Go. Both times I've been there, seeing bucks. So we'll see. But other than that, that's it. I saw. Of course, you know, bow season goes out and I have does come in. Like right. perfect, you know, and just spread eagle. Like, yeah, get you some of this. It's not bad. It works. Yeah. Well, so you just want to go around the table and sure. kind of tell. We'll start with Sean. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll publicly apologize for calling you Sean instead of Shane. I think I might have just been caught up in the moment. But when I re- when I listened to that and heard myself say that, I. I had to laugh twice. I did it twice. (laughs) Between me, me saying Sean and and Doug talking about his balls. So your balls okay now? But my throat's not. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did hunt a a lock. I I did hunt a lock on again. So maybe this is a payback. Payback, yeah. Somebody's balls feels good. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right, man. All right, I'm sorry. No. That's all good. 
I hunted, but I think I hunted every day. You know, every either. half day. Yeah, about every half day. I don't think you put in a full day all. No, I didn't. Uh, no, me and Joel went Thursday morning. Yep. He seen a doe, and then I had a really nice eight point come out, two hundred fifty yards. Um, couldn't get on him. Thought he was going to come my way, and then he just disappeared. Don't know where he went to. So we didn't. Had to go. Had other plans that afternoon for Thanksgiving, and then was it Friday? Friday afternoon, I hunted and seen a really good, well, really tall six point. Uh, it'd be pretty good in the next couple of years. I think let one of the kids shoot him. Um, seen him, didn't see nothing else. Then Saturday morning, shot a big hog, um, probably 150 pound boar. And wow. then <coughs> shot a six point on private land Saturday afternoon. So Thursday, you hunted. Just uh, in the morning. You hunted public. Public, yeah. I only hunted private land that Saturday afternoon. Every every day since then I hunted was, was So public. it just kind of proves that public land or private property, if you just want to kill a deer, you can you can kill a deer. Yep. <laughs> you just got to pull the trigger. <laughs> and then Sunday morning, shot another hog. So, but yeah, I think what, but I think what me and Joel, Thursday though, we helped Doug set up a camera. And uh, we were getting ready to leave, and yeah. Joe says, I forgot about deer, that. no wait, hogs. And then we bail out and just start gunning on some hogs. And <laughs> we were actually aiming at the same hog. I was about to shoot. Then Joel, I hear Joel shoot, and my, the pig I'm aiming at, it falls. I'm like, damn it. So I had to turn and start shooting at running hogs. So, I mean, but, and it I, was a blast. I've shot quite a few pigs, and I don't know that I have ever shot a pig that squealed as long <laughs> that as that damn pig did. That son of a was squealing now. Yeah. Non-stop. He, he wasn't going, going nowhere. He was just laying there. Oh, he, he dropped. Yeah. Just, he was kind of like almost coming straight to me, kind of. Because, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a broadside shot. shot. It was it was straight on. Yeah. And yeah. that was, how far was that? Probably 150 yards, probably? Easy. At least. Yeah. At least. And you were just standing freehand. Freehand, yeah. Wow. Good for you. So yeah. what? The last thing I heard was, Prop up, prop up. And I'm like, there's I can, on what? Scrubo? <laughs> there's nothing to prop up on. So Shane, I was you, free. In. I just knew it was such a long shot. You know, it's hard, it's not hard to get steady. You just get that far. Yeah. yeah. What are you shooting? Uh, well, that the day, that day I was shooting my 270. The day I killed uh, the, the deer the two hog, and the two hogs, I was shooting a 6.5 Creedmoor. Those don't kill deer. Doesn't. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody says. I know. Right. That one didn't move. The 150-pound boar, he didn't move. He just laid right there, and the other one I shot just laid right and there. And blew right through that hog. Yeah, yeah I blew through, through both, both shield. shields. Slammed through him, and he never hit. I mean, he That's a good never size took hog, too. Step. Did you keep them yourself, or did you uh, give them to somebody? The guy at the firehouse works with Dwayne took one. Yeah. And we cleaned it, and it blew through both shields and through the shoulder did on you, the opposite side. Yeah. Did you clean it at the firehouse? You just string it up on the ladder and... Washed it down oh. with the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pressure, man. Just, yeah. Just he went to a good him home. to the aerial, lifted yeah. him up. <laughs> Joel, what are you shooting? I should have been a dang firefighter, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm, All of us. My my son's that's what he's going for. He's gonna be EMT firefighter, work his way to paramedic and No, I tell you, you don't want to be a firefighter. Be a landscaper slash long guy. You work half of the winter. Yeah, that would be the perfect but job. But you're only getting paid it's half a of the... great job. 
No, you get full pay. You get the same mm-hmm. pay you do during the summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in the summer, it's 102 you got degrees outside, and you're humping it. But it that's all makes got. it better when the winter comes. That's, that's what you got fair. other workers for. That's a young man's job. Why do you think he's you know almost tagged out? He <laughs> right? gets the <laughs> right? He's like, I'm sorry, I can't make it to cut your grass today. Um, I got a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. Yeah, it's worked. Mowers in the shop, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I was shooting a 270 also, yeah. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, but really, I mean, I didn't have, I mean, I hunted, well, I had to work Saturday, so I didn't hunt at all Saturday. But uh, a lot of the places I was trying to go, you know, is where, you know, I've had these big bucks on camera, and it's just, they're not showing up when I'm there. I go check a camera. They were in there. You know, it's like like uh, Thanksgiving afternoon. I checked the camera in, in, a, in a different area, and uh, my tall G27 point came right through. I mean, just afternoon, you know. I'm so like, you're just picking the wrong stuff. I'm just, yeah, I mean, it's. They know you're in there. No. That's my, that's my line for you. You're hunting them corner. So you need, to do what, <laughs> you need to do what Doug does, and he has a plan, and 30 seconds before he walks in the woods, he's like, nope, that's not Change what I'm doing. Line. I'm going someplace else. Well, it's just. Yeah, J- Joel is just like. Sometimes if he think. doesn't go in one spot, and then that afternoon he'll go over there and pull that camera, yeah, and oh, that yeah. buck was there that morning. You're just Damn asking it. for it. I knew I should have <laughs> went over there. Yeah. That's how it's been for Joel all year. Did, Joel, did you have 243? Is that what you're looking for? Two, uh, no, 270. No, not what you're shooting. Didn't. What's your no, I don't need 243. I have plenty of them shells. Okay. But, yeah, that's what my If he don't, my, I got a bunch of them, too. That's what my son... I've got some two forty three. I'll give two seventy. I'm literally, I got one box and then some partials of of you know leftover cases of bullets. I don't really want to shoot, but I could. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got a pile of two forty threes. My wife shoots that, and I hand loaded it. Joe don't need a whole box. He only needs two bullets. Yeah, you need. Yeah. And then my box. If he goes in the woods with a full box. He's not seeing a deer. He goes in the woods with a one bullet. He's. I'm telling you right now. Five bucks if you go, if you get out of the, <laughs> you get out of the truck and you look and you have one bullet in your gun and you scrounge in your center console to find another bullet and you go hunt, you're killing two bucks. I mean, yeah. it's well, no, it's you're wounded one, on. killing another one. I I'm had just knocked down, son. He was down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just gonna start carrying that six five pistol with me. You know, one bullet. It's all I can put in the gun. You go all John Wayne on him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, all right, that's cool. Dirty Harry. I, I'm still shooting an old 1967 Marlin 3030. There you go. I love and, the 3030. It, it, it's a just such gun. a comfortable gun, and, and I'm I'm so bow hunting minded that I don't sit anywhere I can see more than 100 yards. So. Yep. And it, it works. And it's the old, like the bullets are like lead tipped, mm-hmm. you know, the old, I don't even buy ballistic. It, just man, just they throw it at them. They don't really call them ballistic tips anymore. They call them polymer tips. Oh, is that what they are? Yeah. Fuck, what do I know? <laughs> All my tips are slick trick tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to go? Dwayne? I hunted Thursday morning, and that was it on public land. I seen a doe. She ended up busting me the wind, kind of turned, come up. And I was hunting in a spot where I hunted the last week of archery season, and I had a nice six and eight point come through. They stayed out a little too far in some oaks. So I ended up putting a camera, got pictures of them, but they didn't come through the day I sat there. You didn't kill anything this weekend? Any, any good bucks on the camera? One eight point. One eight point. Did you ever determine if it was the same? It's different. It's two different eight points. There's a smaller eight point than the one I seen okay. on the hoof. Did you hunt public land at all over the weekend, or did you just stick to private? 
No, I hunted private land that or public land at one time. I ain't been on private. Um, I had to work. So. Oh, I got you. I got you. You know, some people got to work for a living during the holidays. Every couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we I had off had off Thursday and Friday, and we left Wednesday afternoon to drive all the way just north of, of uh, Louisville. So. Well, that's not a good bullet at all. Well, damn, Doug, you <laughs> gave him an empty box. Appreciate that one uh, with you. Appreciate the bullets there, uh, Doug. <laughs> They're all empty. It would help if <laughs> there ain't a freaking bullet in this son of a gun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the? So, so oh, hang on. None of y'all oh, can we found see this, one. but this give, like playing give, Russian roulette. Hey, leave me the shell cases. I'll get those reloaded. Doug brought out a box Do of you see uh, a, a 243s for Joel and... Those don't shoot, though. Oh, no, I didn't know that. (laughs) Nothing like some generosity of, here, have some brass. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'll take all the brass. Oh, that's funny. You just look and see which one's got, that ain't spent. Hey, you got eight of them. All right. <laughs> right, yeah. that should be eight deer. Let's Those see. shot ones, you just throw it at them. Let's see if these are ready for reload. All right, we got. Some. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> That's I, I've, I've got some two seventy. If you need it, do you? I do. He only needs two. Yeah, just give him two. He's good. He's good to go. Shooting like a hundred thirty grain bullet. That's exactly what I have. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. Winchester. He needs two rounds and a so what a and a bunch of what friends. Kind of <laughs> I use a three hundred eight. Okay. Um, but ninety percent of the year I hunt with my bow. So yeah, you know the couple of days I do hunt, I've got a uh, Browning A bolt that I'll bring with me. Um, well, so Joey, I, so you want to tell us you're you're the only one that's killed a bunch. So you've killed how many deer? I've killed four just this weekend, or no? Two? Actually, I did not hunt. Um, you know the past four days that we were allowed to. I got you. Um, but I hunted probably. So those four are all with bows. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And I've Thank killed you. I've killed five, but I killed one of them up north in Illinois. Yeah, but uh, bucks. Uh, all bucks or just those? No, or or does, a couple of those? Three does, two bucks. Yeah. Um, I killed my two bucks uh, last week. Oh, okay. Um, trying to think. I shot a doe right off the rip in Illinois. Um, we chased a buck whenever we were up there for probably five days in a row. Are you hunting? Private or public in Illinois? We were hunting private up there. Yeah. Um, I've got a friend up in... Uh, okay, so that doesn't count, so move on. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now, where we hunt up there, I mean, in Illinois, you can't you can't feed, you can't do anything. Correct. I mean, yeah. you're, you're pretty much yeah. just hunting the deer like he is. Um, we chased, or I chased one buck for about five days. Never saw him hunting the same stand, and uh, it came torrential downpour. So the next day, I kind of lost hope. I hadn't seen the deer, hadn't had pictures of him, um, was hunting on his scrapes and all that stuff. And uh, probably 10 minutes after the rain stopped, walked right past the camera. Um, I was sitting in another stand, probably a mid-150s, 10-point wow. walk by, and I'm wow. like, well, I'm going home. Like, so, that, that just kind of <laughs> killed it for me. <laughs> Are you hunting, is it agriculture and woods, or is it all? It's more, you know, fields and CRP. Yeah. yeah. So he was actually up there while we was in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So the weather, yeah, the weather kind of played. It did, and it was hot. Um, I don't know if it was for you, but it our temperatures they were they were bouncing all. It was over back the place. and forth. Yeah, yeah, and it rained, and well, right after we left, it actually flooded up there. Yeah, where we was at, it yeah. flooded. Good. 
So during that time, was that like a chasing phase, or was it, it kind of pre-rut, or not really? They were they were starting to. Um, I think the week after I left, they really got okay. They got hard. So pre-rut. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was the third and fourth week. And again, it was October. It was damn full moon. You know, it just yeah. Yeah, it was. It was the the cards were not in our favor, but mm-hmm. you know, you, all you can do is make the best out of it. Can't kill them from the couch. No, no I true. wish I could. Right. Well, that <laughs> wouldn't be near as fun though. There is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a couch you can kill one off of. You and your private is that on, property is that on public <laughs> land, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> So your other deer, you killed on on public land here in Northwest Florida. I did, I did. Um, I've actually I had two good bucks get away from me. Um, beginning of season when I got back from Illinois, I decided I wanted to buy a new bow. Did you buy Matthews? Going by the hat, I bought a Hoyt. Oh, what? Nothing against Hoyt. Worst mistake of my life. Really? So the new Hoyts they have a lot of let off with them. Yes, and you have probably. I'd say an inch of sponge. When you're full drawn, you can literally move back and forth. Yep. You know, and the and the bow will not release. So huh. I got it sighted in. You know why he's shooting a Hoyt? Why? Jeff Adams. Oh. <laughs> so that's the main reason I got rid of the Hoyt. Because of Jeff Adams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um Love I shot too. an eight point. Uh first day I got in a tree with the Hoyt, shot an eight point and I back whacked him. Um went back. Look for the deer. Obviously, no chance of finding him. Um, went back the next day, shot another eight point, and back whacked him. Got back on a target, and I mean, I could not hit a consistent ten inch group on a target. What arrows are you using? Uh, four hundred grain. Don't quote me on this. Carbon Express or uh, FMJs. Full oh, metal jacket. Easton. Full right. metal jacket. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, that's your problem. That, yeah, that's exactly what your problem is. Yep. Why is that? I, it's your arrows. I so I was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was shooting um, Easton bow fires, and I got a good deal on some full metal jackets. Hunted with them for two years. I missed uh, three or four deer. And the big eight. The, I missed the big eight. Yep, and it mm. and trying to. You know, target shooting, I could get in a kill group, you know, it was in the in there, but there was no consistency. They were kind of all over the place. Yeah. As soon as I went back to my Easton bow fires, that drilling them. See, yeah. I, I I think it was more the Hoyt, just the difference between Matt well, and, and Hoyt. What I mean, Hoyt did it, you buy? The RX-5. And it's your comfort level and what you're, you know, what gives you confidence, like we've talked about before, is... If you don't have confidence in something, you're probably not going to be a great shot right. with it. So Right. So I picked up my Matthews Triax. I have a 2017 Matthews Triax. That's what I got. And, I mean, right off the rip, killed an 8.53 yards, double long, no problems. Right. So. It's Matthews. Totally the Matthews. Yeah, it's all in the name. <laughs> what broadheads are you using? Uh, I was using Rage Hypodermics. Um, now I'm using uh, Grim Reapers. So, of Everybody shoots expandables except me. No. no. Oh no, you're shooting the tooth sw- of the arrow. I tooth switched. of the arrow broadhead. Yeah. I switched to. Did you really? Yeah. What'd you switch? I shoot to? A two blade. It looks like a Magnus, but it's not. It's gotcha. just a, did Jeff Adams get you on the Magnuses? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, I switched over to a two blade. Uh, was watching some videos on it, and 
I shot decided. steel force for a long time. Single bevel or to double bevel? Double bevel. Yeah. yeah. I, I decided, I said, you know, I, I want to shoot one of them. That I mean, cut I know on contact. Yeah, and, that, and that's, you know, when we got to talking about the cut on contact, I, I like that a little bit better. Um, I did watch a video where a guy had taken Rage Hypodermic, Schwackers. He took all kind of top name brand, um, two blade um, broadheads, you know, the uh, expandables. And, man, they were taking like up to 70 pounds of pressure to penetrate before it even cut. Yeah, that's why they don't, yeah. they'll fail because there's not, if yeah. you're shooting. That's why you get the pop that you hear. Yeah. And then he took some of the top name brand cut on contacts and it was like five pounds of pressure cut right through it. Yeah. No problem. Were those the videos that Seek One did? No, it wasn't Seek One. It was a, it was another guy. Okay. Yeah. I actually, I watched the Seek One videos today. They had, yeah, I think, they, I like different broadheads yeah. they were shooting. Yeah, I, I've seen that. I've, I've seen where they have a video, and I haven't watched that video yet. It's actually a pretty good video. There's a there's a lot of those broadheads they were shooting mm-hmm. that if a deer was quartering to or quartering away, the broadheads were not opening. Oh, wow. It was only straight broadside shots. I'm going to have to watch that one. They were oh, opening. Man. And if they did open, it was one side would fully open, one the, side yeah. would not open. Right. It was, it was wicked. See, I've never had that problem with my rage. I've shot... Deer where they were quartering away so bad, you hit it the last rib and come out the front shoulder, and it'd still be a two-inch cut on the entrance and on the exit. Yeah. I mean, it... But this year, I want to try that tooth of the arrow, and, I mean... They're, it that's a cool-looking me. broadhead. I it mean, really it, it's is. got a small cut, but it's a cool-looking broadhead. Yeah. Well, what sold me on it is when I first got them, I stepped off my yard at 40 yards, shot a, you know, a field point, shot tooth of the arrow, and I was an inch difference, and that could have been me. Yeah. I might, yeah. I'm good with them. I'll try them. Yeah, I wasn't that big off when I grabbed that six five and went to shooting it on the target. I kind of, you know, it, it went where I was pretty much aiming. <laughs> and I think a lot of the the cut on contact broadheads now, you can just sharpen them on a stone. You can you sharpen can just, them on sandpaper. Yeah, you can. Well, you can just yeah. lay the V in a stone and just sharpen it. There's no trying yep. to get edges and all that stuff. Yeah, I've seen videos now where you can you can actually take them, go to Lowe's, Home Depot, and buy. From 250 grit sandpaper up to 2500 grit sandpaper and sharpen them. And dude, I'm talking about razor sharp. Well, you know, we're not affiliate of any broadhead company. And the way I look at it, any broadhead out there can kill a deer if you hit it right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, right. 99% of it is shot placement. As long as it's 100%. sharp, it'll kill a deer. 100%. Same, same yep. thing with bows. Any bow will kill yeah. a deer. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, man, there's no, you know, I think it, Dwayne was talking about. Before, maybe it was before the podcast when we were talking about doing the podcast, and uh, you were talking about getting the PSE. Yeah, and I was we actually all was giving him shit, was giving you know, you know, the <laughs> PSE piece of shit equipment, equipment you know. And, but it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. the the truth is, you could go buy one of those Barnett compound bows from. Walmart, Walmart. Yep. and kill a deer. Actually, you know? um, the hunting public I watched where they bought They're $25. They bought a $50 bow off eBay, and it was an old bear whitetail uh, tail. Yeah, and yeah. they killed a deer with Dude, it. Dude, I oh, killed yeah. so many deer with a whitetail tail. <laughs> yeah. It's not even funny. It's, it's what you're comfortable shooting. What feels good to you? And, I mean, there, nowadays with all the technology and bows, there's not much difference between them. It's how the back wall feels to you, how the draw cycle the yeah. kind of way it's what's bow. comfortable for you exactly mm-hmm. i mean i shot you know he talked about the hoyt and, and i actually shot one and i shot the matthews 
uh, the new Matthews. What is it, the V? V3. The V3. Well, hold on. The new one is the V3X. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. It's the yeah. same bow with a couple different, you know, oh, I can put a string on here don't, and change Don't it. say that because I just pre-ordered it yesterday. No, it's, I mean, it's you can actually <laughs> – you can actually – there's something you could do with the bow to put a string on it and it collapses your so string. it comes with that plus it's also got in the riser yep. built to where your sight will actually mount straight into the middle of the riser right oh of, i saw yep. that if and you yep. and if now you, the, the if, quivers are non you can't take the quivers off now if, right. and it's the first bow that's ever been uh color matched Everything so what they have matched. done is they have suckered you into buying all their shit right yeah well buy, so you, you have, have to buy, buy their, their sight. sites right no, no, no. You can, you don't have you can still put different sights, and they still have the holes on the side of it. Yeah, you can still mount it on the side, but they've got it to where now right. they're you, trying to uh, take them off. Just like they did with the, the dovetail right, on the riser for their QAD mm-hmm. rest, which is 200 and whatever bucks. Or There is a Amish place in Ohio that has those rests for $100. It's an Amish archery shop. We found them. I almost bought three of them and brought them back and sold them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I, I shot one of the new Hoyts and then I shot the Matthews V3 and it was like night and day. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it was totally different. And which I like the Matthews a lot better. It was a lot quieter. It was lighter, but I still didn't buy one. <laughs> you didn't. Oh, you didn't buy the Matthews? I didn't buy yeah, bought one. I still yet. shoot that light Bowtech I got. Dude, I shot my Matthew switchback for a long, I did long too. time. I loved my Matthew switchback. Loved it. And now I've got the uh, the Triax. And, dude, that thing, when you shoot it, it's dead in your hand. It's super quiet. It, it It's just a smooth bow. Well, would, Doug, Dwayne, and Joel, y'all all got the V3, right? The 27? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that thing you can just put in your front pocket and walk your trees. Right. Well, see, like nice. the V3X, the only thing that changes the the riser length is actually a little longer. Yeah. So they got different, you know, axle lengths on them. Well, well now though, too, yeah, so it's you uh, can, you can, 28 and 33. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can, right. but you can, uh, you 29. can do some like string work to it by 29. Just, yeah. yeah. Putting some kind of, they got some, I don't so you know don't need a, it. you don't need a bow press. No, you don't need a bow press anymore for it. You can put your peep side in. You, you, I guess, I guess you draw it back to a certain length and hook a string on it. Yeah, fuck all plays. that. How do you you could do that with any bow. I don't know how you do it. I've seen a video on it. And but the they did it. reality <laughs> is you could do that with any bow. Right. But it if, doesn't have If the you have map, somebody you, draw, it, like if you draw your bow back you and, stick a and you've in. got a cable that's got T's on the end of it yeah. and you put it in that in that fork of the where the the cam is and you let off of it, your limbs are not going to come back out. Right. It's going to stay. Yeah. I have watched Joel many times with his old Matthews Reason draw back, have a screwdriver sitting on his porch, and put the screwdriver in his cam and let down. Yep. It just it basically braces it against your, your limb, mm-hmm. and it just keeps the bus cable tight to where it's it's drawn, but the string is it, Right. Yeah, you can do what you want to. But now there's a way that the new Matthews V3X – they say you can Actually do it in the field. Comes, if you have that, something happen yeah. in the field, you can fix it. If right you've there. got yeah. the cable. If you have that cable. Now, with a two cam bow, that might be a little trickier. This is my first two cam bow. Yeah. Because so it's got to have two screwdrivers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all ready? One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joey, what, uh, so what were you, because we've talked about how, where we're hunting as far as the type of terrain, the type of, you know, hunting edges, hunting plain of pines. Um, what were you kind of finding these deer? A lot of plant pines. Yeah, hunting um, the edges of them? 
Not really. Kind of, you know, out in the middle where it transitions between two sets of planted pines. Yeah. Um, all the deer that I've noticed this year, personally, they, they have yet to eat an acorn. Really? I've seen them feeding in palmettos. So... Just eating a berry out of them. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, you would just... You couldn't see them. You just hear palmettos just go to thrashing so, around. But now, when you talk about palmetto pines, you're talking about, like, are they pine thickets or are they actually, like, super tall long leaf pines or... Um, thickets. Thickets. Yeah. Thickets. Um, well, are you are you climbing with a, a climber? I am. So you're it's big enough pines that you can climb in. Well, when you get in the transitions in between them, it's it's big pines in between the. You know, so the you'll have a, a a block of planted pines, young planted pines, right. and a, a a strip of woods that has more mature right timber in it. So basically, it's like a natural funnel in between those two, and the deer just come up and right back and, and forth. like yeah. we're doing. Yeah, basically a strip of. Of mature woods with probably oaks in there too. Yeah, that's the thing right. is you get them pine fields that where they're short pines, and then them older woods you have them oaks in it where they'll funnel through. They'll bed down in them smaller pines a lot of times, especially mm-hmm. when it's cold. They get a lot of heat in those pines because there's always sage grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been I've been doing a lot of uh, onyx, looking at onyx transition lines and and all that stuff. Right. I've I've been hunting more like when you see a line. Going across the section, I've just sat on that line. That's what we've talked about before. Telling that, you right it, now. And it's rub lines to work. We, we rub lines that we've we've oh the seen. topo lines. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those yeah, yeah, lines. Yeah. And that's what we've talked. That's about. what we yeah. talked about in the last podcast. Yep. Yeah. Sure was. Sure was. Yeah. That's how I hunted a lot in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you that do. was pretty easy. <laughs> you just get in one place, and there'd be twenty lines right on top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some places, yes. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you got you got twenty yards, you know, shot to your right, but it may be, you know, it may be right. it might be from fifty feet to seven hundred feet. Uh, that's where it's that's there. where one sticking came into play because you had a rappelling rope to rappel down that. Oh, I love get the deer. <laughs> I've done sold my steps. I ain't touched my climber all year. I just been sticking with the one sticking in the saddle. I love it. Yeah, still, really got two hundred two hundred foot of freaking rappel rope. Yeah. yeah, I just ordered some nervous. of the uh, stealth strip to cover the um the steps electrical the sticks better <laughs> i look I'm it was easy <laughs> i'm sure there's cheaper and i watched a million videos on this damn <laughs> saddle hunting and everybody's an expert i'm still still nervous i got you climbing up in it yet playing around in the yard yeah yeah but it's still like you know what you talked about you know even getting in a climber after the fact it's still kind of like oh my god this is weird i fell yeah. asleep in my saddle the other day but I, uh, I mean, I, I've been, <laughs> I, I, you know, I put it on a yard, get up a little tree and kind of just sit there and mess around. And Make sure your yeah. feet can touch the ground. But yeah. So yeah, were you. I mean, I, you, I fell out of mine, so that's why I'm kind of still nervous about it. Right. So. Here. Joey, are you, know, you using a This climber? will help you. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, actually. If, I gave him a tampon because he's being <laughs> a pussy. If, 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 it, if it's not scented, uh, I'll use that for a scent drag. <laughs> Wait, those things come scented already? Do they? I don't, I don't know. That, Dude, is that? Come on. <laughs> really? I just go yeah. buy a box of unscented from Walmart. That's what I hang I, I'm just curious if they come scented. Just don't <laughs> stick the whole thing in, down in the yeah, bottle. You got a problem if you need yeah. a scented one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so did I Did I tell you all the story about the, the kid that worked for me when I had my framing business? Yeah, you did. Hanging the, told him hey, yeah. to use a tampon. Yeah, I told him. <laughs> I told him, I said, man, I said, 
and you need to get one of them tampons from your one of your <laughs> from your girlfriend <laughs> and hang it up. And son, he was so proud. He was so proud. You know, he dude, you got to come and check out my, this place that I found. I've got it set up, and I walk in there, and it's like a fucking. Christmas Christmas ornaments hanging all over. <laughs> and he went and bought a box of tampons and opened them up and hung them by their strings around his his ladder stand. <laughs> he missed the point. <laughs> right. Hey, it might have worked. You never yeah, know. You never know. Yeah. So, all right. So you've you're you're hunting transition lines. You're hunting uh, sitting around planted pines. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen as many hogs as these guys have seen? I have seen one all year. That's it. One. You killed that many, more but, than that, in two in two days. But the key is to where he's hunting at. Yeah. So how, there's not how, as not as many oaks, not right. as many oak flats. I mean, that's I you. you. You go to Bobcat Ridge. There's oaks everywhere. I mean, it's right, slap right, full. Right. And yeah, you walk in the. I mean, you cut off the trail into the woods, and there's there's acorns all over the ground. Yeah, yeah and it, and it, and a lot of it's live oaks, yeah. which the deer haven't touched. They've been hitting the water oaks hard, yep. right? And po- sand post oaks and all that. So the live oaks are left, and now the hogs have moved in on the live oaks, dude. It's just, I mean, <laughs> they're everywhere. I mean, even the second hog that I shot, I seen another hog that same morning, but I couldn't get on him. I mean, hell, he was three hundred yards away. But I couldn't. There's no way I could get on him. So. Uh, and bears. Have you seen bears? I have. I hate bears. Me too. <laughs> they'll, they'll make you get down quick. Yeah, you won't sit till dark. You're like, no, fuck it. I'm Why? They're here. not going to hurt you. I'm not taking that chance. Yeah. You, have you had a conversation with a bear and <laughs> asked him? You have so, a weapon with you for protection. So my question is, what do they have against a fucking camera? I don't know. It's they, the light. It's the light in the camera. They're tearing them up. So mine's mine, flash cameras. They ain't. Yeah. They still glow. Nothing. They still glow. Infrared. Mine. Yep, they still see it. Mine was daytime, and tore the fucking door off of my camera. Where was that camera at? Bobcat Ridge. They really? smelt your scent on it. Well, he won't be tearing uh, it off anymore. Somebody run him over. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? It's them. So, oh. how many times? That's probably like the third, third bear that's been hit on ninety eight down there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Over at uh, Point Washington, yeah. a bunch of bears in there. Yeah, they damn sure are. <laughs> I see them all the time. So, well, so how many bucks have you killed? Two, two I bucks, two bucks, and two does. How big? An eight point and a six point. Let's hear some stories, right? How'd you how'd you pick them spots? Um, I really I it's like the first time in my life I've probably hunted. The he same saw spot somebody with a four uh, or five times in a row. He saw somebody with a Southern Public sticker <laughs> on their truck, <laughs> and he followed him. Followed us. He listened to the podcast. <laughs> you can't give away my secret. <laughs> no, I I hunted the same spot a um, couple days in a row. That was the same spot I had back whacked the deer. Um, had seen quite a few bucks in there just kept trying to move with them figure out what they were doing and i mean they, they were moving through the wide open so you'd go where you could see 200 300 yards all the way around you and i had I oaks I'm not on my right stupid, oaks on my left and i had a hill up in front of me not one deer came out of the oaks all the deer came off the top of the hill 
Um, I saw three bucks in that one sit and seven does. Nothing came in range. The closest thing that came in range was a uh, like a six inch cow horn. I was I had set my bow down on the ground, looked over, and I saw him coming to me. And I'm like, wow, my I don't have my binoculars on me. I have nothing. Everything's in my bag. But you could see main beams. You could see everything else. Um, he was going around the backside of a thicket where I had seen where a buck had been walking up and down the same trail. Just good footed deer. Didn't I don't I don't run cameras or anything like that hardly. So uh, I went ahead and I ranged the trail. When I went to stick my rangefinder back in my pocket, I dropped it. It hit everything on the way down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm watching my rangefinder trying to figure out where it's going. I look over and the deer's staring at me. And I'm like, oh, I think that was like 50 yards. So let's give it a shot. I, I was like, no, I can't do that. And I sat there for a minute and I said, all right, we're just going to try it. I'm like, I know I've ranged it. I know where he's at. It was probably 15 seconds into him staring at me. I'm like, it's make it or break it. And pulled back, let it go. He drew back, him, him just looking at he you. He just looked at Did, me. Was it a fast drawback or an ease no. back? No. No, it was an ease back. Okay, just which nice I probably could have done a fast drawback. I mean, he was, he, I think he knew my name at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are intimate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I shot, watched my Luminot go. Um, you know, at, at that time of light, you really can't see nothing. So just listen for the shot, how it sounded. Sounded good. Heard the deer run off, and then all of a sudden you heard him staggering around. And I mean, that was that was pretty much it. I mean, it worked out good in that situation, but it was just bouncing a lot through one section, trying to figure out what they were doing. Um, and it's rare I sit the same spot twice. Yeah, but the key to that is you've ranged that. Even though you didn't get to range him, you've ranged it before and kind of knew. I had hit the trail I thought he was on. I mean, yeah. there was one noticeable trail that a good deer had been walking. and How, I, how far did he go? About 80 yards. He didn't awesome. go twenty. He went about didn't eighty. Didn't go yards. twenty. Yeah. Is he down? He might. He <laughs> might have went twenty if it was in a thicket. But Is he it down? Was, it was wide open. Is he down? Is he down? <laughs> and I've gotten myself into the habit. I do the same thing when I get up in a tree, especially bow hunting. Is I start ranging. I, I think deer's gonna be here, so I pre-range. I still try to range the deer before I shoot, but. So I gotta yeah, know, like in, in some instances, you can't range him. You know, no. like. You know, you drop your range finder. Right. You know. Which I think that just helped me. Because yeah. I think he was like, oh, okay, let's go ahead and stop. Because by the time I drew, he might have been at 80 yards. Right. There, there's no telling. I mean, yeah. all I can think is maybe it just worked out for the best, you know. Yeah. So was that, that was that section a section you had history with? Or was that something that you might have tracked the road to see that, oh, man, there's some big tracks going in here? Or? I had history with it um, when I used to run dogs. Um, we had ran dogs all through there since I was in diapers. Oh, okay. Um, you know, when they, when they allowed us to be able to bow hunt it, we, we went in there and started going around where we had seen bucks, jump bucks, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's really about it. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, man. I'm good. So that was your first buck? That was my second. Well, I, you- I killed my first one uh, in South Alabama. Okay. Right, private land. We don't need to talk about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, get into more about, you know, you very rarely hunt the same spot twice. Um, I, I don't like to sit still. Um, you know, I'm when I'm in a tree, I'm constantly thinking, you know, where's this deer going to be? What's he going to do the next Kinda time? Kind of goes back to the dog hunting. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, you know, and the first time I sat in a tree stand was five years ago. Oh, wow. I had I had dog hunted just about my whole life. So I really had to start trying to figure it out and still yeah. try to tame the want to move 5,000 times in a given day. 
Yeah, and that, and that's the same thing I went through when I dog hunted. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I feel you on that. And it, it, I think it definitely helps. You know, if you do have some dog hunting past, you start to really realize what the deer do when they're under pressure, where they go, you know, and stuff see, like that. See, what a lot of people don't understand about dog hunting either is a lot of times you're making a deer drive. You're, you're, you're taking the dogs in to hopefully, hey, I'm going to drive this section mm-hmm. and get the deer up. And you see some woods that people don't ever see. Mm-hmm. So you and you get see to see the deer do some stuff that yeah, I mean, you will I've, never see out of a tree stand. Yeah, I've seen dogs jump a deer here, and they circle right back to you. You might mm-hmm. well just sit still, and you mm-hmm. shoot them right there. So, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, it's different, but you get to see, like I said, the woods that a lot of people don't see, so you put two and two together. Right. That's where terrain features come into play when you're dog hunting, because you know, like, find that low spot, and it may not be, like, a deep low spot is just a low spot. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, that deer's going to cross in that low spot, you know, um, which was when I missed that buck on Sunday or Saturday. Right there, I picked that low spot. It wasn't wasn't a really, yeah, from the picture, you can't even tell that there's a, a low spot there, but that's where all, all them bucks were, was wide open. In the sage and in that low spot. Well, that's like I was telling Joel Sunday when I shot the hog. I get the hog and I'm leaving, and there's a low spot where all these deer had crossed that I couldn't see because if I'd have been 50 yards closer to where I shot the hog, I could have seen these other deer that had crossed, you know, this trail. So, I mean. And that's why you never sit the same spot twice. Yep. Well, seeing a lot of things, and the way I started looking at things is when you're standing there and you're looking at low spots, you're standing a lot higher than what that deer is. So you're looking over stuff. If you actually squat down and look at the level of a deer, it's 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 a game changer. Well, that's how do I, I go to my, my stand, I crawl. <laughs> 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 well, the the low spot is also where your, your thermals are settling. Right. You know, so those deer can get in there and collect those thermals from all around and catch wind of anything that, that may be of danger to them. But I can say one thing I have noticed this year is a lot of deer that I have seen, especially on public land, is, you know, years past, deer would walk with the wind blowing, you know, up their tail. Mm-hmm. Now they're blowing with it straight up their nose. You know, they're walking into the wind. I've, I've noticed that quite a few times this year, too. The the six and eight point I've seen that come in during archer season is too far. That's what they did. I don't think those deer, I, I think they might use the wind in in some cases to their and high pressure. That's what I that's what I've but, come to think about yeah. is that's the only time they really use his wind is when they've been jumped, they've been scared, rattled. Well, they hear they're something gonna run with that wind blowing in their nose. Well, dude, right. you got to think yeah. about it. Well, dang, I want to. You know, the deer wants to go to a certain spot. Well, the wind ain't right. I can't walk that way. Yeah. I mean, no, they're right. going. They're yeah. going to walk anywhere that's they right. want to. They're hungry. Yeah. They're going to go eat. Well, and that goes back to our conversation about the way deer bed around here. Yeah. You know, you go. To the Midwest, they specifically bed because of the way, because it, the the terrain features, they have to bed on those those hillsides, on those ridges. We don't have a shit ton of hillsides and ridges. If we did, I mean, if they all did that, shit, you just go to a valley and just start shooting deer because yeah. all the deer around would be there. Well, yeah. right. deer down here, what I've noticed is they don't bed in the same area. And I know we've talked about it in one of the first episodes that we've done about the bucks that we had on camera bedding. Yeah. 
and you know you could see him stand up. We've ran cameras there a lot longer and never had them bedded back down in that same spot again. Right. Well, the the video that I shared with you guys of the of the four big bucks coming through, all in, the, in that exact same place, I've got that little four point that you would think he was a hundred years old, man. He got up and I had probably <laughs> six minutes of him on video stretching, like just haunt. You just, I mean, <laughs> like he had been laying there for. Days, uh, yeah, you would have thought that if he that's had a, that's a cool video, though. It, just it an old is. young it buck, too, man, and uh, just yeah. acting like he is just ancient. Post it on the page. The thing about it here is, is I think they'll use the same beds over and over, but not all up, you know, it's right. Different if they're in days. the area, yeah, yeah, you know, it might be five days from now, he comes and beds over here, six days from now, whatever. It's yeah, just different. well, I know Joey don't run cameras like we run cameras on public land but one thing i've noticed is you have a gap a day so it's like they're doing a circle because we've done so many cameras on the public land it's it, they're doing circles so they're bedding down in each area. It's when are they going to come through that section right that's why i was going to ask joey that do you see a pattern to their travel are you seeing like maybe they're in a, a and i say a section when i say a section i'm I'm whittling it down to like an acre or a half acre that you find them in there like every three or four days. Not, not really. Not really. I think on, on public land, the deer move with pressure. Um, I, I, I truly but, feel like that's why they don't bed the same spot. Well, and routinely. I think based off of, I don't know where you're hunting, but I think I know based off of what you said, there was some underlying pressure that happened in that that area too. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, with him not running cameras, it it, it almost allows him to bounce around like he does because running it cameras, sucks you in. Yeah, running cameras and you know there's you know good deer in an area. It's hard to leave. It is. You know, yeah. but but also bouncing around. It, it seems like the first time you ever sit in a in a particular location, that's usually your best chance of killing a deer. I mean, how many times you go first time sitting someplace and you see deer? You know, I mean, it eighty percent of the time, right? Because you're you bouncing around and it mm-hmm. pays off, but it's also knowing that you have the big eight or Elvis or I King know. or whatever you call him. I, I mean, know. you know he's in there and you know he's going to come by eventually, so you'll spend. You might have, you know, a weekend to hunt, and you'll hunt him all weekend and never see a deer. Now, do but y'all sit the same stands during the rut? It, it depends. So, there's does in a lot of places that right. we hunt. So and that's what I do. I don't really, during rut, I'm not hunting buck sign. I'm hunting where right. where I know bucks are, but I'm hunting where I think I'm going to see some does. Like that's, that's all I'm thinking about. So, like, we, I think all of us sitting here, most of the areas that we hunt, we have history with and excuse me and that's why we talk about the they travel in a circle so we know there's about a a three four day period you know so let's say if i get a we need to end up naming this buck but the bobcat buck so we figured out about every five to six days we'll get him on camera so we know that he has, he's traveling. 
he's making a circle or a square, whatever it is, but he's hitting these places. So during the rut, that's what I focus on is if I set someplace and I see, let's say I, I see deer, and I'll usually do like a morning afternoon or an afternoon morning, mm-hmm. you know, and if I see deer both those times and don't see bucks, I'm going to move because I know that there's probably a good chance those same does are not going to be right there because they're doing that. They're they're traveling. Right. Yeah, I think that I do the same thing where you'll hunt. Like, if it, you know, on the weekend you go in Saturday morning, you'll give it a morning and an evening hunt. Yep. And then usually the next morning if you don't see something or that, you know, there's not hot sign there or you don't haven't seen anything, you move to another spot. But I usually give it a morning and an evening yeah. sit. But, but I'll go back to that spot, you know, the next weekend and try it again. Y'all are probably also running multiple cameras trying to figure out one yeah. deer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's well, ideally I, that's the way to do it. I own three, and uh, you guys combined probably have 50. Probably so easy. So he's the Joel Hoskins of rifle hunting. So Joel only carries one or two bullets and has his buddies come in and finish his deer. He only runs one or two cameras and relies on everybody else's camera footage to Yeah, they're running intel for me. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds I go like, hunt their deer. It sounds like uh the deer are there when you're not. Pretty much. So you need to have somebody with like a lawn landscape business. You need to just give up right. a lot. Hey, I can help you out. I got I got <laughs> Okay. I got the pin. We can we can take care of that yeah. for you. That's that's I work ten days a month. You work about, you know, twelve to fifteen. Average. So yeah, we can hunt a lot. There we go. And I got plenty of bullets. I hate you, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's been the story of this whole season. I mean, yeah. Well, you can ask Joel because I got it looking back the other day just because of Facebook memories. Back before I ran trail cameras, I was killing six to seven deer in archery season, just bouncing around. Yeah. They were sitting in the same place, just jumping. Now I start seeing these big bucks on camera. You want to try and hunt them? Yeah. Focus it, on that. It ties but, you down to that well, spot. You don't but, kill anything. So we're gonna we're gonna do another podcast and we're gonna get into this, but it also has to do with deer density. And the deer density sucks ass and th- something's gotta be done. Yeah. So but we'll we'll save that. We'll we'll have a sidebar conversation yeah. after this, but it's something that needs to be addressed. Well, you know, that's like two years ago. Um, as the rut starts getting closer to us, I started bouncing around, and I, I started shooting deer. I mean, I wasn't sitting in the same spots. We kept getting pictures. Right. I'd say, you know what? I'm going to go try this. Dude, there's big bucks yeah, everywhere. There are. And it, you know, it's and just a matter of finding them. You get attached you know. to certain bucks. Right. Right. And that's yeah. the thing. You know, we got such a history with bobtail it's just like man we and you, somebody wants to shoot this but deer. now he ain't even really worth killing no he is Let him he, dive see, he, that's, he's that's the wrong killing. idea that's the wrong <laughs> he's worth i ain't killing worried because that he's not a giant like he was exactly he's still, god he's yeah. to, what, seven to, years old i mean he's an old guy bit. would you mount his yeah. tail too i would I'd mount his ass right at all. <laughs> he'd have, yeah. yeah i'd mount him bobtail baby i mean i mean damn but like like what joe had happened to him in archery season he got up in his tree. He sent me a text. He goes, I feel stupid for sitting here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of times where I've done that. I've climbed up a tree. I'm like, man, why am I even and, sitting here? I ain't going to see nothing. guess what? And you don't even pay attention. After right. You're playing on your phone. You're texting. You're whatever. Just waiting for the sun to go down. Yeah. And the Just, thing is, it, it was wide open. And then, boom, all of a sudden, there's deer and you kill something. 
or you yeah. see something, you may not get a chance, but you at least see it. And it's right. funny because, because again, we've had this conversation where even rifle hunting or muzzleloader hunting, I tend to want to gravitate to some place that I would bow hunt because that's what I do. And so when when I went over there Saturday evening and uh, shot and missed that buck, I, I mean, I took a picture, sent it to you to you guys and Joel was like god dang it's in wide open you know <laughs> and uh so I went Sunday morning I went and, and climbed a tree close to that area and I said in the whole conversation I, I feel like an idiot sitting out here where I can see you know three four hundred yards and, and Joel was like oh you probably look like an idiot <laughs> idiot too <laughs> but so but the crazy thing was was how that four point just he just fucking appeared. Mm-hmm. It was like, where, where, where did he come from? Where the hell did he come from? Yeah, and it goes back to terrain features. You, you set somewhere, and you think, especially when there's sage, you you think you're just looking through your binos, looking through this long stretch of of flat sage, not knowing that there's dip, that there's dips there. And I guarantee you that's what he did. He come down one of those dra- drainages, and he popped up, and there he was right there. You think there. sitting in places like that, because I've, I've killed some bucks in places like that, you think, man, I'm going to see him like the triangle fi- section? 150 yards before they even get to me, you know? And right. All of a sudden he's at Next yard. thing you know, and the son of a gun is 20 yards, you're like, <laughs> where the, the heck did you come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. one place Joel and I used to hunt is just a triangle section. And you could see a couple hundred yards easy. And the deer would be right there on you before you know it. He actually had a buddy that went with him one day. Got got out there, went to get out of his truck. Had no primers for his muzzleloader. Got in there, got to his tree set. He goes, I ain't going to see nothing anyways. I can see forever. He had, what, two bucks come up underneath him? Yep. And could do nothing but watch him because he couldn't shoot his muzzleloader. And eight and a six come Man. right by him. And I, I tracked him because I was sitting 250 yards from him. There was a thicket kind of between us, and he's he was like, "Man, he's like they're coming your way," and I was like, "All right, you know." So I'm I'm scanning, looking, and uh, never did see him, and so I freaking I went to his tree and I tracked him to see where they went, and they they literally just they they skirted the thicket and they kept the thicket between me and them, which yeah. they didn't know I was there because the wind was blowing good for me, but they just if I'd have had a lighter, I'd been holding a lighter to my muzzle loader. <laughs> Rubbing two sticks dude, together. I mean, oh, baby, go off. Ten, ten yards, dude. Ten yeah. yards. Oh, it would have like, been his biggest buck he's ever killed. Too. Well, that's like two yeah. of the four bucks I seen. Ten yards. I'd have jumped out this, of my damn. I'd have slung my muzzle. <laughs> well, I'd have tried to just knock him out. Try well, to drop hammer chopped him with the. Yeah, like actually, three of the four bucks I seen this weekend all came with wind in their face, and. You could see forever in some spots. I mean, you could see two or 300 yards. And two of the bucks, I hear something, I turn to look, 10 yards. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Where'd you come from? What do I do? Then you, you're like, yeah. I can't move. I can't yeah, blink. Can't. I can't breathe. Yeah, you're like. I got to swallow. Okay. I can't that's, swallow. And that's yeah. the other thing that sucks about hunting because you're like, you feel like every everything out there sees you. Yeah. You know, so you're like scared to death to move. And of course, when you're set up like that, you think everything you hear is behind you. So, being in a 
climber, you got to stand up and you got to slowly turn around, you know. It was worth <laughs> a saddle hunting, I'm telling you. Yeah. Saddle hunting's yeah, way to go. Way well, and, and getting old, you know, when you're up in the tree stand and you try and turn and shit starts to cramp See, up. Was, that's what I was yeah. going to say. That must be an old guy thing because I can still turn around and look behind me. It was sitting up. <laughs> right. uh, you, yeah. And you'll... You'll go to just turn and you'll catch a you'll cramp a, and you're like a cramp in your rib cage yeah. in a muscle oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that you did you don't ever use. You're like, where the fuck? And you're punching yourself <laughs> like what what the hell is that? So and then the yeah. other thing is so I would stand up to glass across the top when I'm in my saddle, I just glass. When I'm in the climber, I'm like putting my knee up against the bar. It, my, it's an ordeal. Yeah. Like it's a procedure. I'm like resting an elbow up against the tree so I can keep my balance because as soon as you freehand put the binos up. <laughs> yeah, they're bouncing. You're, no, you're falling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm not the only one that when I put the the rangefinder up, I feel like I'm swaying. Oh, like, no, yeah. you definitely are. Like, drunk. You feel drunk. D- yep. Don't try and take a pull off, pullover off standing up in a tree stand because you will hit the fucking ground. Well, see, one thing I've kind of noticed is the deer changing by the way the woods have changed because when I was younger, there wasn't near as much open woods as there is now. Yeah. It's a lot thicker. And now in North Florida, between the Gulf Coast, Alabama, the Gulf Coast and Georgia, you know, around Tallahassee and stuff like that, they've thinned a lot of the woods. You know, it's it's a money ordeal because of the pines. Yeah, between that and, the and storms. Yep. And that too, yeah. Yeah, but Michael that's, that's cleared thing, out. That's the thing about Blackwater. I mean, you jack up a pine tree almost anywhere in Blackwater, see five, six hundred yards. You're like, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. see a lot of boats on Blackwater. That's where you got to key right. in on those little bit of thickets. Yeah. yeah. And you'll, you'll. But a lot of times I've keyed in on those thickets and they ain't in those thickets. Well, I think that's. They walk right there in the wide open. I think they that's got where a choice. People goes in the thickets. Yep. Just like anywhere. I mean, the, the people navigate the creek bottoms. If you see somebody that's not a. An amateur hunter that's just getting started. He's going to look at his maps and he's going to go, wow, there's water down there. There's a creek bottom. Let's mm-hmm. go get in that creek bottom. And and they look at it and go, man, it's beautiful in here. Right. The most so, beautiful piece of woods is not always right. the best. So the perfect example is where where I missed that buck on Saturday. It's gorgeous in there. It, well, it, it's wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I even told there's boot tracks. Somebody's riding uh, a bike. But they're going all the way to the backside mm-hmm. of that section where the creek is. So, yep. yep. That's there where everybody again. goes. Overlook, yeah. You're, everybody you're, you're is going. An overlook spot. And those bucks are, I guarantee you, if I'd have kept walking, they'd have never moved. Yep. Right. But I they're stopped. They're sitting there watching you go yep, by. I stopped and picked a tree out, and I had my back to them. And I'm like, all right, you know, so I dropped me a pin, and I turned around and started walking. They were like, Oh shit! He's not doing the normal, and they jump up, you know. So, see, my dad taught me that years ago, growing up hunting. You know, there's a lot of places we hunted on public land that he go, "You want to sit about sixty yards off the road," because you'd watch those deer. They'd stay about thirty to forty yards off of it, and they walk right down it. If a truck comes or something, they just stand still. Stand still and watch them. Go or they'll by. squat. I've actually seen them squat too. Truck goes by, they get back up, they go right back like nothing ever happened. You don't know how many times so I've ridden down roads, just creeping down these roads and just looking out the window. Er, there's hey, there's a deer. You see the oh. ears. That's yep. all you see at first is the yep. ears. And then, you wouldn't shoot a deer out of the truck, would you? No, no that's illegal. That's not. 
Yeah, that's even you have to get out of the moving vehicle. Uh, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> bunch of fucking that's, outlaws. That's, that's bad. As long as one foot is on the ground. <laughs> I'll tell you a, a spot that I I can recall is two main roads. One one is one main road is is the only way you're allowed to drive in into this to this area and hunt. And I mean, probably sixty yards off of both roads. I mean, absolutely, just the most buck sign you ever seen in your life. Yeah, that son of a gun is is sitting there bedded up, watching everybody come and go. Oh yeah. Well, that goes to show you. I mean, the the pictures we have off of Bobcat Ridge. I mean, this guy. I mean, there's bucks over there, and they're thirty, forty, fifty yards off the road. I mean, they're yeah. well, they're, even the pictures of bucks we've had years prior. That's just north of Bobcat Ridge. Yeah, that not you only, know, that, that's yeah. crossing that main road. The buck trail that we've seen. How many? I mean, the camera's not far off the road on the buck trail. And nah, they're I can constantly, throw a rock that far. constantly. Yeah. 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 I think, I think last week I shot my buck 110 yards off the road. Maybe mm-hmm. I could, I could see who you were looking at my truck. Yeah. But in our I minds, mean, we're I, like, we got to get off the road. We got to get back here. You know, we got to get back where no other tracks have been. See, where I, nobody's I, at. I think that, like, after going to Ohio, I think that applies, like, getting back in there deep. But I mean, in, here in, in Northwest Florida, because there's, just the way the the terrain is laid out, like yeah. they're, they just there, the there's there's instances. Yeah, you need to go deep in certain <laughs> places, but I love hunting major highways. That I love it. And I've killed mm-hmm. a ton of deer off major highways. People don't like it because all you hear is cars. It can be annoying, and you have to pay attention. And that, but I love it. So back to the Ohio thing. So even where I killed that buck at, well, ninety eight runs right. Yeah, right by. So, I mean, Point Washington. Yeah. I mean, you highway. hear cars all day. But where I killed that buck in Ohio, if you actually look at the map, it shows a road going in there. And I was hunting just off of that road on top of that ridge. Oh, that trail that you were parked on yep. was an old road? Yeah, it goes around that little watering hole and goes straight back. It actually wise and goes to another watering hole way back here. But where I was at to the left of it is an old and did road. Did you find that spot on, on actual or whatever app you I used? found it on Hunt Stand. Yeah. And I just I just looked at the lines and found a drainage coming up from a big bottom. Was that up. the first time you'd hunted it? Yep. When you ch- the one and only time I hunted that spot. Yeah. Because well, we we came maybe home Joey P's the got day. the he's got the plan, man. It's you just I think killing more deer, you could definitely doing that. Yeah. With really not much scouting, I mean, you could literally just track roads, pile off, and and kill your deer. Well, and being a dog hunter, that's probably Early how season. you. Okay. That's that's scout. what I was gonna say. Learning to hunt close to a road. You know, eighty yeah. percent of the bucks you jumped were right on the road. Well, as soon as dogs hit the ground, the buck dude, got up, he left. The dude on that uh, Southern Sportsman podcast that got on there talking about a local WMA here—that's exactly what he said. He he comes from Jacksonville. They come over here for the rut every year, and that's what he said. I'll drive the roads, find tracks crossing that are. Fresh and and anybody that's ever tracked deer, you know the difference between a a track that was yesterday and a track that doesn't ha- doesn't have any dew. You know, you know it was within yeah, like this morning so many, so many right, hours. Still wet. Yep. So track the road, see where they're going in, put a plan together, go in there, set up, and, and especially if you're hunting with a bunch of buddies. Yeah, you yeah. just line up. Everybody line or, it up and. Yep. Somebody's killing something. Yeah, well, That's I what think we he need. Said to there do. are eleven of them. Yeah, seven, seven or eleven, or maybe so, it's a. Speaking story. of that, we need to we need to do that. I think we should 
maybe December because it's kind that's, of a lull. That's in the plans. Oh, is yeah. it to okay. to well, get yeah. out there one weekend? Well, just, yeah, we so, got several places we could do that to. Well, and hunt, bring the stuff to do the podcast while we're out there. Like, just stay in the woods all day. Well, there's the... Shit, we should camp out. We're going to have Shane bring the Blackstone. We're going to make some yes, silver cheesesteaks. Hell Ooh. yeah. I had them last night. My hey, hey. So I like my hash browns a little extra crispy with some ham, cheese. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going to You know, like the Waffle House stuff? The Waffle House? I don't cook for Waffle House no more, <laughs> so. so... So how many people would be too many people? Uh, really the more, think. the merrier. Yeah. So really let's just let's just group that together uh, with Tony and and Jeff yeah. and Jay. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. And and you could just about hunt from the ground. A At that point. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. But now it's it'll have to be archery area. Ah. Because yeah. the great one, Tony Vitali, will not pick up a gun. Well, he can carry his bow. Yeah. Into the gun. So, so I got a question for you, Joey. So you obviously do more dog hunting than what a lot of us we we've done dog hunting here and there. But do you notice where bucks will cross in the same place on roads, I creeks, do. stuff like that? I do, I do. But once again, I think it all goes back to pressure. Um, they got them safe trails. They feel, hey, I can cross here. I know I'm good. I can get mm-hmm. to this safe area. Mm-hmm. And they would usually run through a thicket, run through a bottom, run through something yeah. like that, where they they just felt safe. Cause I, I mean, I can, I don't dog hunt. I, I got with my stepdad. He loves a dog hunt. Mm-hmm. I've killed one deer dog hunting. Yeah, I, I dog hunt. You say that with a frown on your face, but you're a crossbow hunter, so shut up. <laughs> oh. I'm joking. It's crossbow season. I'm joking. Oh. It's crossbow season. <laughs> he, he, he didn't say that with a frown on his face. Huh? <laughs> Go choke on a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so do you, you need to try a crossbow. You talk all that mad. Try Dude, a crossbow one time. I killed more hogs in one summer with a crossbow than you will ever kill okay, in well, your life. I, well, you found me with a crossbow. I know. I'm saying I had to. I had is a bucket list. I, I just kill someone. With I just said I was just giving him a hard time. Yeah. He's over there like fixing to pull yeah, out his. Don't talk crap about my crossbow. He wants to no. fight. He's gonna fight me. He's selling his Matthews and keeping the crossbow. No, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> absolutely not. So, Joey, do you do any preseason scouting? Nope. Walking, stomping, nothing. I do absolutely none. None. He I, works. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Right before preseason, that's when that he's time, That's when you're the busiest. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I think. I mean, I shoot my bow pretty regularly, but you know, going to the woods, stuff like that, not really. Just because you don't have time. But do you do absolutely a lot of e scouting? Do what now? You do a lot of e scouting, looking at Onyx. Not really. Man. Not really. I mean, I I do my scouting from a tree. I like to just go out, sit, watch something wide open, see where the deer are going, what they're doing, and then, and then try start to make moving. Your move. on but he's he's got history with a lot of the places that he's hunting. I do. Yeah. So kind of same. I mean, same as us. Yeah. I mean, I don't do a lot of scouting per se. I mean, I, right. I've probably put more more miles this year in than I than I have. It's because you got all the cameras I, out there. Well, I've been forced to. Because I don't have any. No, because oh. I've. Well, the pressure the pressure got, has moved the deer. You have to figure yeah. out what's going. Yeah, on. we've well, got that, that, you got people that's moved in on us, and they're not going anywhere. So, right. well, and it goes back to y'all are y'all are trying to chase one good quality. deer. I was about to right. say that. You know, we get the trail camera pictures, and we're focused on that one deer. Right. Nothing against you, and, and how you hunt. You just go hunt. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, anybody can just go climb a tree and just kill a deer. Right. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Or or you can stare at a camera all year long uh, and not kill him. That's not saying that he don't kill quality deer. (laughs) All right, that's fair. we focus on certain deer. Asshole. It's it's really even to the point where we're hunting such good quality deer that you're like, well, dang, you know, he's been coming through here. And you got a doe ten yards. You're like, she won't yeah, shoot. I'm, I'm going to give her the pass. You know? I did, yeah, and yeah. It, 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 I, I did. It's almost for sure. Oh no, because I mean, me and Joel, we hunted bobtail hard for two years. You know, bunch of trail camera pictures of him. And there's another big eight that I was walking in there that we had. We even had a ten point up there. And you know who'll kill it? A guy like Joey that'll just walk in, and be like, oh, this is cool. I know you. I'm going to sit right here because we found people that has went up there and killed a deer, and we go talk to him about, hey. You know, where'd you kill the deer? You know, what was this? And they show us everything. We're like, all right, well, that was nothing. You know, it's not the deer we was after. Yeah. And we just get so fixated on that one deer. It, we Maybe out. we need we need to start moving. Just yeah. We're thinking too hard. We Especially need to dumb it down. But that's we right. need to Ain't, dumb yeah. it down. Well, We so. need to go all Joey P on that. That's dumb right. that shit down. I'm, I'm going to be like let, Joey. Let, I'm going to be like Joey. Give me a location. Let me say this. So... <laughs> Let us turn Again, this off. I'll show you. I would say, for me, so it goes back to not gun hunting because it's easy. Er, so yeah, bow I, hunting limits for sure. I, I you would gotta be. I'm you gotta gonna, be making the very perfect decision on where you're sitting. Well, because twenty yards well, can be the difference maker. Dead, dead. Take the <laughs> take the the bow hunting out of it. So, like Bobcat Ridgebug, we can kill him with a rifle. I would have more pleasure out of killing him with a rifle than I would going someplace and just killing a random buck right. with my bow. Yeah, because you got history with Right, because right. it's something that I... And I'm not saying you're not working for it, but it, this is a, a buck that we're working to kill, yeah, you know. Well, well it, every camera y'all have set up for this buck, you've got him on daylight time. You got him in the daylight. The, the dang buck is moving. I mean, we should yeah, be holding horns. Daylight. Yeah, we should what? We should be holding horns of this deer, right? Yeah, I guess I'm gonna. I just I'll do it with my muzzleloader. I don't care. Oh, y'all just, y'all just look, let me know when muzzleloader opens up. I'm. I know right where I'm going to be sitting. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with that deer. You think you do? You think? If well, we, I know if where we I'll can be. all split up. <laughs> if we could all split up, because I mean, I personally, I mean, yeah, I'd love to kill the deer, but I, I would love to see somebody kill the deer. At least somebody. Like, at least somebody that we know. Too. Right. You want one of us to kill? But it. You I'm don't telling you right some... now, if we all split up strategic, kind of like how yep. we're talking about doing with a bow. Yeah. Yep. And and just cover the spots, dude. Somebody's killing him. Someone got in the oaks. Where you yeah. got mm-hmm. your most recent, yep. somebody gets down yep. where my cameras are on Bob Catridge. Yep. Somebody gets into the small place and possibly somebody yep. get into the other hole to the yep. north. Yep. We'll kill him because mm-hmm. he's not going far from any of that. Nope. Now, how long, how long have y'all been chasing this deer this year? Uh, this year? Just this year. Okay. He's, he's a stud. He's, he's, a, he's good a good deer. deer. And y'all, have y'all had past pictures of him past no. years? No. Nope. Nothing. Not okay. that we know Are of. Are we talking about the buck that you've seen? Mm-hmm. No. No, that's, that's no. two different oh, bucks. No, 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 no. This is a different buck. I mean, they're still the same caliber deer, 
But, but one, this one is this one's got big. more mass. The big eight yeah. just got, it carries mass from the base all the way to the tips. Well, and and this one has chocolate horns. Yes, yeah. he's named. Yeah, the Bobcat pretty, Ridge pretty buck has. He has looks chocolate like more horns. of a mature buck. Yeah, yeah, he's big buck. He's the man yeah. right there. Yeah, and I guarantee you, he's the buck that I, he's one of the bucks that I found that were fighting last year in that same area when yeah. I come around the corner. They had the dang road. They had the road tour for 150 yards, and Holy I mean shit. everywhere. So up there, when Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday when I rode up there, some, but they had been fighting in that sand bed mm-hmm. almost directly across from the two-man. Dude, I'll yep. tell you what, this year, I have heard the most sparring and stories yep. of buck sparring than I have ever. Than I ever have. Yep. I think it's the regulations they put. Like you can yeah, only kill so. five deer now. Well, not know, only so. that, but yeah, it, it is that. I mean, I, I know guarantee you. I know it's do you think that's what it is? I mean, because yeah, dude, the bucks have been like oh for sure ridiculous yeah. to the point to where I'm thinking, man, I might like during archery season next year rattle. I think I'm not going to like rattle, rattle, but I'm going to bring some horns and just tinker yeah. a little bit and see because, dude, I really feel like they're... Well, a lot of it is also, too, you know, the whole state of Florida has changed to where it's got to have so many on one side. You got to have this size main beam, this and that. Yeah, so, you're so get, your bucks are getting older. You're getting Well, you're getting the same caliber bucks that are starting to run together now. And now right. they're... So you're seeing multiple big bucks together instead of one exa- here and there. Instead if of that, seeing, if okay, that age class is is in the same spot. Yeah, right. so so you instead of seeing hey, oh, here's a big giant with four smaller bucks. Now you're getting a lot of There's four big motherfuckers right there. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, technically you are cuz I mean with the, with the horn regulations that's been changing throughout the state of Florida, you know, the deer limits now. Now you're you well, know, you're It's kind of like, it's kind of like Doug's video. So four freaking yes. studs. And they're freaking, they're all fighting. Four all four of them are fighting. fighting. All four right. of them. So, two, are, two are sparring together, and then on the left-hand side of the video, the other two are sparring. So go, I guarantee you, go pull my pack out of my, and I didn't say anything because I was, it almost doesn't even seem right. It's almost stupid, but, I'm sorry, this is, you can't talk, can you? Side. No. You mean, Punch you in the throat. Do something. <laughs> so, in my bag, I've got my, in my pack, I've got my rattle bags. And the first time I went in there and hunted, I brought my rattle bag. And like you said, I didn't, wasn't like an all-out fight. It just, just enough, just enough just a little bit. to bring the curiosity of deer. And so, it works. Yeah. Just none of them showed up. Right. Well, have you right. noticed our our temperatures have been colder the past three, yes. four, or five months? They seasons? have been. Let it happen. I'm, I'm glad Nino, that the El Nino moved out. Yeah, yeah. That global, climate change. You know, well, even things. where I used to hunt at, where I where I killed my big nine the year prior to it, I had a seven and nine point during archery season fighting behind me at twenty yards, but I couldn't see him because of an oak tree. But I had a camera there. I watched their bodies walk off through the oak trees, and they got done. I got down, checked my ch- camera. Yeah, they sitting there fighting twenty yards behind me. I just couldn't do nothing. I mean, you, but t- I mean, I rattled in two years straight in a row. Rattled two bucks to me and killed both of them. Every buck in, I rattled in to the me same, broke in off. the same time. But yeah, I can't but, rattle but, a good buck to me. 
March. I can't either. You can't say anything about shooting. They're always broke off. <laughs> That's uh, turkey season, man. <laughs> well, for the Full past. rut in March. Yeah. You, know, you know how that goes. <laughs> for the past four years, this will make the fourth year, I have killed a buck during early archery grunting. I mean, hands yeah. oh, down. Yeah. It might not, he might not be dogging a doe. He might not be doing any of that, but he has been walking through the woods grunting. Dude, we've got, yeah. we've got several I've got videos. videos of like full-blown chasing mm-hmm. going on. And so I was hunting that section, and two does come by, two does go back by, and a rack buck mm-hmm. chasing them. So I, I, I'm telling them... You know, it sounds stupid, you know, da-da-da-da-da, and that was in the morning, and then Joel had... That afternoon. Yeah, some does. That afternoon, freaking two does come run through, and that cow horn was... Dog. I heard him grunting and everything. I was like... Yeah, yeah that's weird. Yeah, well, no, it's probably about eight happening. years ago. I was hunting, you know, on public land here, and I'd done a little I'd, doe bleat. Had a five-point come running to me, grunting. You know, we say that we're... Missing the rut because that that late archery muzzleloader that the rut comes in, you know, is full in March. Isn't that joke? Right. You know, right? But maybe we're not. Maybe maybe that maybe bo- archery season's the first phase of rut. No, 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 no. <laughs> so between that third phase and that that late archery muzzleloader, go set in a tree. Just go out there and sit in a tree well, and yeah, see if they are. Yeah. In late January is when I've killed both my bucks coming to horns, rattling. I mean, rattling horns. And I've seen chasing. Well, and, and it and all I, starts then. And that's when I started moving around. I've had um, a buck chasing a doe across the road, a, a good buck. Then I'll go get in the stand. I have four does come running off the top of the hill. A little small spike buck chasing them. Not far after that, here comes a, a you know a decent six point chasing you know looking for them. Um, shot him, then come muzzle loading. Had another buck come off the hill chasing another doe. I mean, it's just that's how it's gone. I've and I went to a different spot I've never been to. I had a you know a nice six point dog. I can hear him grunting, dogging four or five does. Yeah, I mean, and it all started. Late January and went on. You know, I think because February. especially now with like we were talking about, there's more deer with the regulations Florida, you know, has put in place that yeah. you're getting more more bucks that aren't being killed. So there's now your, they're your deer density starting to come back. They're actually having to fight for dominance, and they're they're not. You know, there's right. You know, a million does out there and only a handful of bucks. Well, it's like the breed. private property I hunted. You know, over in Bluntstown, you can mark on your calendar every year. The second weekend of January, you better be in a tree because they are in full blown rut and they're chasing. You're talking an hour and a half, two hours down the road. You're still in Northwest Florida, but that's the difference from the public land. Well, so I mean, from the private land that I hunted over there versus the public land we hunt over. I here. went to a uh, quality deer management seminar down in uh, Dade City years ago, and it was a professor from Auburn University. And he said that Florida has the most challenging rut of any state in the Union. And he literally said you can go 50 miles and the rut will be full-blown, just hammering, and go 25 miles and 
there's not even a a dark hawk on a on a deer. Yeah, he's but. obviously never been where we've been at because it can be on one side of the highway and not on the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he was saying. Yes, yeah, that's Florida. basically what he was saying. But it's like too, if you if you ever watch the guy, you know, Mark Buxton, that does his his management programs on these guys, you know, on private property in in South Alabama and all over, he literally will tell you you can change the rut when you manage it properly. He's done it, and I've seen it happen. They've got deer already full blown fighting and got broke, you know, broken main beams off bucks on private property that he's managing because the deer density's right, the buck to doe ratio is right. He doesn't have the coyotes that public property have and all that, and he has literally changed the rut to now, almost now. I bet they're bucks, starting to pre rut. Those bucks get it's mean crazy. when they oh, got to fight for some of the pictures that he posts. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, you follow it, it's me. crazy. Oh, Mark Buxton. Yeah. It's what. What is that? Yeah, you need to look Buxton up, Wildlife. Yeah. Buxton, Southeast. Yeah. And, and his son does it in South Carolina. Uh, is it South Carolina? I think it is. It's one in South Carolina, North Carolina, but he does it there too. Yeah, South Carolina. And oh, man. Well, the, the, I mean, the pictures that they, even for the deer they grow, South Alabama, I think they just killed one not too long ago. 17 points on private property. And so no high fence. I was listening to a, a podcast, and, and this is more Midwest, but they're talk, they were talking about. The rut and does going into estrids, and I guess it's proven that, like, if a doe goes into estrus, we'll we'll say for our our sake, you know, January twenty ninth, her if she has a a doe fawn, that doe fawn will go into estrus January twenty ninth, and then. When that doe fawn has a doe fawn, it'll go into estrus January 29th. And so these people that have farms up there that have history, they know, like, November 15th, I'm going to be in a tree because I know my does are going to go into estrus and it's time to get in there and kill those bucks. It's... It's crazy, and it, you know they say that eat for every doe that's not that's not bred, twenty eight days later they come back in cycle. Right. You know how true that is. I don't know. I'm just yeah. You know, it's just, you know from what I hear, but sounds like my sex life. Every twenty eight <laughs> days. <laughs> I don't know if your voice like it is. It might be a lot longer than twenty eight days. I don't know. She actually said something about you know I wouldn't mind if it stays that way. That's because she's like a whole new guy. That's sexy, yeah. <laughs> what up, baby? <laughs> Goes from Doug. So what else we got? How long have <laughs> we been talking? Uh, an hour and 26 minutes. Man. That'd be one that went by quick. It'd go by quick. Yeah, super fast. Did you guys just open a fresh beer? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right, so I'm, we got more talking to do? Yeah, I mean, I'm I good. Think, I think Joey needs to talk a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. So did, y'all got all the deer killing stories. So here's the thing. So did you ever Jeez. notice any fresh rubs or anything in the areas where these bucks were? I have not. I noticed my first set of fresh rubs and scrapes um, over the Thanksgiving phase. I went to another set of public land and found quite a few. But where where, where I've normally been hunting, no, I have not. Was seen it any. was that in the northwest Florida area? It was. It was. I found my f- like for real first fresh scrape. Was that yesterday? I don't know. You got to talk into the mic. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, because you were driving back. Yeah, because I moved your camera. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm with you. Now I know why you're asking. Like, for real, like, full-blown scrape. Not. So a lot of the spots that I know are scrapes with licking branches, the scrape itself is not pawed out. But they're still coming to lick and break. Yeah, no, this yes. is, but that's no. why I say a full blown scraped out, okay. knocked the dirt out, because we were just there on Sunday of last, of, so a week ago Sunday, we put a camera in and we walked by and made note of that, that scrape. Yeah, you, you could tell it was a scrape that they use yeah. regular, like last And year. so when I went down there yesterday after I got out of the woods and went and checked, I, I guess I didn't leave the woods. I went and checked cameras. I went down to check that camera, and as I'm walking down there, I went by that, and it's blowed out. I mean, full-blown, been hit, and it rained Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So it was Sunday morning was when it was hit because there was no raindrops in it. And we also haven't had a lot of rain. Right. No, so. Not yeah, we had all our rain come through the summer. Right. <laughs> yeah. But no, me and Joel found found one scrape that had actually been hit mm, a few days before we had found it. That was over there. On but the it was peed in, too. Yeah, and it was peed in. Yep. That morning, it was peed in. No, that's what I'm, yeah. They're just now starting to scrape on my private property. I found a couple, but. They're, have, they're trying you know, to mark that this is my corn feeder. You better back up. That's well, see, I'll have, ten, <laughs> I'll have 10 does at my feeder. I say 10 does. Four of them's yearlings. I got two does pen. that have twins. Well, if you let the them out of the big pen, does. if you let them out of the pen more often, they'll mm-hmm. scrape more often. What, When's doe days are there? <laughs> What's their names? This past weekend, then we have December eighteenth, nineteenth. I know where I'm gonna be. If you want to come, come on. I'm gonna shoot a doe. I need you. I I have a doe that is at least ten to eleven years old, at least. I'll mount that. She I, needs to be shot. I need to kill her with not my on pistol. the wall. I, I got a pistol. <laughs> I need to shoot her. <laughs> I can't even laugh. If I had buddies that had young kids that had never killed a deer, they could come up and shoot all the does. They I haven't killed a deer one. yet. I got one. I, I haven't killed a deer this year. 20 I really months need. Old and he, That's because you've let them all go. The shit out of that pistol like that. <laughs> <laughs> guarantee it. <laughs> it's it's a guarantee. You come to my property, you're going to see a deer. I actually got a guarantee. Mason's 13 and he ain't never shot one. I'll get it with Mason. Yep. Can, I I bo- can I bow hunt that? No. You've killed deer. You've killed Not big this bucks. this year? You've killed big bucks. No. I know it's on your wall. Yeah, so uh, those, those I, I are the ones that he should that let property, walk another that's year. Why, that's why <laughs> I've let bucks walk. I've let all the deer walk. I've seen every single deer up there just about the few times I've hunted it. it to me, it's just fun to go watch them. My wife's well, killed I'm to the point where I need some meat. Oh, it's, it, I'm so getting pretty I'll let right the now. bucks walk. I just let me pop a doe. That's what I, that's, that's me too. That's all I ask. Because, I, I mean, I there's I've no guarantee. Got, Obviously, I haven't been picking the right stand. I got Because some gun's there the next day. No, you're just working. You need to go home with Joey. Yeah. You need to go home with Joey. Oh, wait, you, you deliver bread. Joey, I, mean, I keep week. telling you we need to go in to lawn care business together. We can hunt as much as Joey yeah. hunts. Right. I'm just going to sell my bread route. Me and Shane's going to start our own lawn care business. Yeah, I've already got established customers, so we're good. We're going to freaking hunt. Yeah. Can I work y'all part-time during the summer? No. Hell no. You're fired. I was already going to call that. Joey, can I work with you? <laughs> Part-time during the summer? Sure. All right. And then it's full-time in the winter. <laughs> you got to work every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, I think <laughs> I'll do so he can hunt, and you're not. Because <laughs> he knows his, his stuff will get done, right? I still need my pavers done. 
I don't do pavers. I got guys that'll do that though. Hey, I watch some guys on YouTube do pavers. Man, they're badass. I mean, they fast. <laughs> I ain't got. I like just that. buy one of those paver machines and just rolls out. No, I agree. Yeah, we get ours. We get ours from my pavers. You know, if, I have, go. if I had Dwayne Cook money, that's what I'd do. I'm telling you, my money. I'm broke. I can't uh, go to Ohio. I just follow behind Dwayne when he's in the woods because he's leaving hundred dollar bills everywhere. He they were eating freaking hey, let's pull out wallet. steaks. Let's pull out wallets. Let's see who has the most money in their oh, wallets. Right? I don't even carry a wallet because I ain't got no money. <laughs> That's me right there. I'll I got eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. Let me call my wife. Have her bring my wallet too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How much was your uh, Illinois license? I think it was close to five hundred dollars. Yeah. Good. Ohio was two fifty two. So I mean, Illinois over the counter tag. It is. And yeah. how many bucks can you kill? One buck? One. One buck. Can you buy doe tags? When you you is buy either sex. It's, either no. se- it's just like Ohio. It's either sex tag. Yep, either sex and then a... Well, you get two either sex. No. You get an antlerless and an either sex. Right. So you can kill two does or a doe or and a buck. a doe right. and a buck. Yeah. yeah. See, the way Ohio is... So your first one is the either sex. If you kill... From what I was told, if you kill a buck, your doe tag is only like 15 or 20 bucks. If you live there, the replacement tag was seventy six dollars. That's yeah, what I brought another, up. Another deer tag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was worth my money going. Suck a dick. But I think if if you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Because without you, I wouldn't have got him out. I'd uh, been by myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we did, boy. We hey, look. You had the two old guys dragging that motherfucker out with you. I was with you. <laughs> Is it like Iowa? Isn't that one of the states that's you it's have to draw. earn a buck? A I draw. mean, if you get yeah, that's draw, a draw state, no, but, it but is a draw state, but no, I mean, it's not. No, no. Uh, Michigan and mm-hmm. Minnesota are earn a buck, and it okay. doesn't matter okay. doesn't matter who you are, even if you live there. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Whoever's listening, say you're stupid, but <laughs> you stupid. you have to kill a doe. Before you can kill a buck, kill a buck. Yeah, that's about that time that two hundred incher steps out. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, please, freaking doe, hurry up! And I would just has a doe with horns. Is a doe with horns? I would just hope that it's cold enough that he'll lay there long enough for me to get a doe tag. <laughs> right. Yeah, tie him to a tree. Right. Coyotes. <laughs> See, I had always thought Ohio wasn't earn a buck. Mm-mm. Nope. Always. Is there, the, your first, is different. the first the first stamp you have to buy is it either sex. So you can either kill a doe or a buck, and it might be different county to county. Yeah, it it, it well count. You got no, no three no, deer yeah. counties, two deer well, counties, right. four deer counties. It just right. but you still one buck. Yeah, right. Yeah, one it's buck. one buck for the whole state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to Illinois, your your tags are cheap. Your hunting license is expensive. Right. I think it's four hundred for a license. Well, same with Ohio. I mean, yeah. the tag was seventy. Seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five dollars. Two twenty-five. With your license, it was two fifty. And if you live there, it's like twenty bucks. It's about like Alabama. Yeah, Florida. You know, unless you're military, then you can get. No, because I'm military and I couldn't get it. Alabama should be cheaper. For us, well, it's a competition well we have to lower our, our fishing, fishing prices. Yeah. yeah, but we don't. No, we don't charge. Have that you much. looked at the out-of-state fishing license? You can not come here much. and they would jack up the it's turkey not, tag, It's less than a hundred bucks. The turkey right. hunt license here I for Osceola's and out of state. No, no. What we need to do is charge the motherfuckers about six hundred dollars. <laughs> come down here and snapper a, fish for a five day. Right. 
Well, what is, it, what is it for turkey, though? Because everybody that wants to kill an Osceola is coming to Florida. Yeah, but that's only south of, like, uh, Highway still Florida. 70. Still Florida. Still Florida. Yeah. That's, yeah. But we're, we're, we're pretty much lower Alabama, so we should have some. We live in L.A. We should have some benefits. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We can't even. Well, I spend $40 a year on my hunting license for Florida. That's my state Why are you and coming vote? here flexing? All the time. Wait a minute. Hey, look at All my six point that I killed in Ohio. Game. He came in here bringing the dang little six point. I only in got. Here. Uh, yeah, that little bit. Man, he needed two more years. What the hell? <laughs> two more years, he'd have been dead on his own. <laughs> that dude didn't have any teeth. <clears throat> he was gumming acorns. He was. <laughs> he was sucking on them just to get the taste. <laughs> like that. This is a good well, Jolly Rancher. That's weird. <laughs> when I first seen him, I was like, he's just a six. I can't shoot just a six up here. But his body was so shoot. big, it's like I'm shooting him. I shot that, him, yeah. and when these guys, I went to him and I found, him, I tried rolling him over and I couldn't move him. When these guys got there, I'm like, he's just a six point. And Jamie got, he goes, "Holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big deer, man!" That's he turns and looks at, he goes, good. "We gotta get this bastard out of here." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "I ain't gonna shoot a deer. Yeah, I'm not gonna shoot a deer while I'm up here. Start, I can't do this." That's when you start <laughs> packing them out. <laughs> Yeah, Doug and I both cool characteristics though. Yeah, it, sure. it's a neat deer. Doug and I both are like, I'd have shot him first hour, first day. Like, what the fuck? What if we care? kill a deer, it's just us two. Like, <laughs> how are we gonna get that joke out? Uh, dude, I hesitated. I almost didn't shoot him. Doug's brother was sick, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he stood at twenty-five yards, perfectly broadside, and that's the only reason why I shot him. How long were y'all there? Well, we were supposed to be there for another week, but I killed him on the ninth day. Man. Yeah. Joel can't do that. He has to work too much. Yep. <laughs> What's work? He, he's he, going to let me sell this bread route. I'm telling you right now. He, he, he'll he fly in for a day or two, fly back, do his bread route, fly back. Yep. Hunt. Two or there days. must be good hey, money hey, in bread. Damn, but I got to Me and Joey, <laughs> we're going to hunt next year. We're going to hunt together. I got a free place to stay in Missouri next year to go hunt Missouri. Public and private land. I think we could just stop in Illinois on the way up. And he's got an F-250. So it's going to be a lot easier to drag the trailer. Oh, we have to take my truck? Oh, hey. All right, we'll take mine. We just got to split gas. It's going to be a lot more in gas. <laughs> diesel was like price of diesel? 420 a gallon up north. Yeah, but your truck get better mileage. Oh, if you drive it that way, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you tune it down a little bit. Right. The, <laughs> did I tell you what? I never looked at getting an F-250 until I went on that trip. Now... I'm getting a diesel. See? Yeah, who, I got, think I, who got the money? I who filled up money? twice on the way to Illinois, and it was right at 1,000 miles. Without my without the trailer, last year when I went to Ohio, I filled up once. Made it all the way up there. All right, this is just bullshit so, conversation. We need to quit talking about it. Nobody's interested in hearing about your gas mileage. <laughs> so the non-resident annual saltwater fishing license is $47. In the state of Florida. Yeah. For an out-of-state. Out-of-state, non-resident. Yeah, we go up there to shoot northern Florida deer. They're not that much bigger, and it costs 350 It's the same subspecies Wait, deer. Well, now, I can, go, I can go to Troy, and I can kill a 200-plus-pound deer easy. It's because you're all feeding them corn. Not just corn. They get soybeans year-round. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> You can go to Ohio and kill a 250-pound joker that's been climbing mountains, got shoulders like a fucking linebacker. (laughs) 
starting for Ohio State. Was it Richard said? We're walking all those mountains up there in Ohio, and he said, "That's kind of funny, but stupid at the same time." Because <laughs> once you think about it, you're like, "Well, no, that that wouldn't work." But he said, "You know, I'm surprised they haven't genetically mutated to where one side." Their legs are shorter than the other, so they walk level. And I told him, I said, they would always constantly walk in the same circle around them. They could, if they turned around, they'd roll, they just flop all the way down the hill. If, if one deer had the left side short and the other one had the right side, they'd just be passing each other. All nonstop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we just lost some listeners over that right there. No, the bad thing is, is these two helping drag that bastard out? They didn't want to kill a deer after that because they was walking too far. Do you blame them? It's 50 to 800 feet drop. I wouldn't Yeah, it wasn't the the distance. He he wasn't that far of a drop, though. He went down one little cliff. We understand that. We're talking about where we went from 50 to 500 feet. (laughs) No, not where he was at. Where we were hunting, it was... It 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 literally was was a thousand foot... So you parked at a thousand foot. You walked out on that ridge and hunted these ridges at a thousand foot. And where I was hunting at, it literally at the bottom was three hundred foot of elevation at the bottom. And like if you were to pull a tape measure out, it was straight line thirty yards between there and where it dropped down. It was. So there's no way around it. If you shot a deer, it's he going was going the, down. It there. was going to the. He might have just fell to the bottom. He just uh, rolled. Yeah. Please don't break my. So heart. you just please need, don't. All you really heart. need to do is just knock the deer down, and and the fall will kill him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So yeah. behind the camp where he's at, I was hunting the very bottom, three hundred yards down, from where the hill crested to where it hit the very bottom to the creek bottom where it wide where I seen the ten point. I couldn't get a shot anywhere. You, were, what you were hunting bottoms. It was three hundred yards to go from top to bottom. Well, yeah, I like I like this flat. That's like hunting up here. Eglin. Where? <laughs> Northwest Florida. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> so Joey, so you got one one buck tag left with a full season ahead of you. I do, but I I probably won't hunt. Northwest Florida public land again until um, late muzzleload. So you have Alabama land you go hunt? I do. Um, I lease uh, 3,000 acres in South Alabama, and then I've got two other 80-acre leases to myself. But now you... Damn. You do hunt some public land Alabama. I do. I I do hunt a lot of public land, actually. Um, The public land that we do hunt is only open three days a week. Um, Seems to work pretty good. I know where that's at. Not this year. Well, did they, what do you mean? Not they changed everything. Yeah, they did. They changed a lot of it. They we'll talk cha- about that. What, they day. changed the days. Uh, How often what your you what your method of taking is. Well, right. Yep. So. So that speaking, that's one. I'm gonna see about getting that biologist on. Have you been up to that that lease that we were on last year? Did you get on it again this year? Yes. <clears throat> have you been up there at all? I have not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You cut our balls for hunting private, but you're on a lease now where in you can Alabama. hunt private? In Alabama. And let me tell you. 
It that ain't, it ain't like your new. your fucking zoo that you're hunting on. Hey, I got private now. Them, I can know the hunt. This too. is for real, like bullshit. It, it's it's right. swamp. Are you not feeding them enough? No, you can feed them all day long. <laughs> yeah, that it. So it's on Yellow River up there, and it's Rainier property. None of the pines have ever had anything done to them. It's thick as shit and thick, thick. Yeah, thick ain't even the word for it. So there's like five food plots on it. And that's basically, and we, you can't plant them. Yeah. Because it's on the river. And with so much rain, the soil doesn't, doesn't absorb the water. So you end up sinking a tractor out there. Well, and on a good rain, it's My underwater anyway. Yeah. Can you plant so, it with a four-wheeler? Possibly. Do a... But it's so wet. I mean, you would have to find something. Do a like, no-plow. It, 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 but the problem is, I mean, you would have to... Maybe rice? Rice would grow? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> but it, it, because where, anywhere you find to put a food plot is lower than the rest of it, so... I mean, it just fills up and it, water. And it floods on a regular. Yeah. I mean, the roads are three foot underwater. Yeah. Now, and on Rainier, you can only plant what they've got. What they have. Up. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so. But there's, I mean, there's bucks up there. Well, if you plant there, rice, there you have a hell of a duck shoot. Right. Yeah. So. Well, all right. We're well, 145 in now. We are. Very good. Anybody else got anything or you want to keep? I'm trying good. to talk on the microphone. <laughs> What'd you say? Maybe I should just whisper. If I whisper, I don't have a hard time. Well, we could go back to this uh, South Alabama is hunting northern Florida deer. Mm. What? Why? That's a good one. Look how his body looks so little compared to the rack on that joker. Yeah. Where, where in Alabama is that? South Alabama. Is it public? In between Mississippi no. and Georgia. Yeah. South Alabama. He's he's between like uh, Andalusia and uh, Huntsville in that area. I got you. But it, he's on private? He is. He's on no. private. Yeah. So nobody cares. Yeah. So you got I access this, to hunt that one? <laughs> I do. This is Southern Public Man. Podcast. I do. <laughs> but it's Southern Alabama. Yeah. So All so right. So you got half of it. That works. Yeah. yeah. Half of us here at this table hunt pub or hunt. Private land in Alabama. Half of y'all. Half of us hunt public yeah. land or private land in Alabama. Me and Joel said, you oh, know yeah, what? We're, so not, we're not getting in leases anymore. We're me, straight public land. Me but too. Joel, Joel doesn't have enough time. Yeah, he, Joel oh, spends no. $1,700 a year. For the past 20 years, I've been in a lease in Alabama. So This is the first year Joel, 20 years he has not. Joel, stop. talking just, to Michael. Not killing the Just deer. the time. Don't, yeah. worth don't the, really have the time, and it's almost—it's a lot of money. But well, it, it hard, wasn't hard, even hard, that. Hard, it was—it was the, golly, I only have two days to hunt. I already had to work Saturday morning, so I literally had a day and a half. And so you have little kids. And, well, he'd go with me, yeah. you know, a lot of times. But you know, it was just so much prep work having to get. Do they have joint membership? Drinks and food and planning and packing and all that. I mean, you'd take like almost a half a day or longer. Do they have joint memberships? 
Yeah. Because if you pay for it, I just go up and hunt on the no. weekends. You couldn't do it. I'm not your sugar mom. Or during the week. Your own. <laughs> <laughs> I could just be your, your son or something and go. Yeah. This is but my oldest at, kid. I had him at 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the the funny thing is, is that, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay the money to get back in this lease if I hadn't have said, yeah, I was going to get back in the lease. Yeah. You know, so they kind of shut well, down. And, and because you work up there, it kind of yeah, it's it's it's, it's easy. easy. But the reality is, is that the places that we hunt, the public land that we hunt, I stand a better chance on this public of killing a, a great caliber buck than I do any of this lease property yeah, the that you're property going that you're just on that you right. on some on. of the leases that I've been in I literally felt like man if I was just hunting at the house yep. I would feel like I had a better chance of killing yeah. a bigger buck yeah well, but here I am two plus hours from away now I mean now granted there was some leases I was in that was you know a three hour drive so I was I was up there in some I mean we had some dang good bucks. Yeah, you're talking about Union Springs, uh, yeah, or, or or you know or even higher than that. Bottom of Black Belt, but yeah, you know so you know. But you you figure you're spending, you know, seventeen hundred to twenty five hundred for the lease. You're spending three hundred four hundred bucks for a license. All your gas, all your food, haul. I mean, you're you're dropping between five and ten thousand dollars to hunt Southern Alabama. But here's that the thing: just it just seems fucking ridiculous. If you me. have the right club though, and you're in with the right people, it's not just about going hunting that property. No, it's about I going agree. to the hunting camp, hanging out with that, your buddies, absolutely having yeah, that experience. That's, that's, that's what I love. That's kind of what I love about the, it. the club we were in last year. It was it was it was like that until the rural state two and a half year old deer. I shoot a two-and-a-half-year-old deer, and they flip their freaking wig. You know, I'm like, well, this is what y'all wanted me to kill. Yeah, but you know, It's, it's a 140-pound it? deer, and you're telling me it's a year-and-a-half-old? You kiss my ass. Didn't that what, – what was the rule, like six-point? Did they call it six? No, point? it would just had to be a two-and-a-half-year-old year, year deer. You look for the deer's or, identification. Or, or, like, or like a 14-inch spread. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. They said yeah. it was the spread is what they had in there. Yeah, yeah. so I was like – Well, it, but, but you can't but measure a deer is, by the spread. But it said or. It didn't say and. It yeah. said yeah. or. So I shot a two-and-a-half-year-old deer, and they're like, well, that's $150 fine. If you don't pay the fine, then you could pack your shit and leave. Did you say bye? Well, yeah, I didn't go back. Yeah, fuck them guys. See, but, I had but to, they didn't they didn't make me pay the fine because there was a board member there that did not ask me to pull the jawbone and there was nothing they could do at that point in time. But why yeah. would they want you to shoot two and a half year old? That's the they, whole thing. That was that, the youngest. That's one just, of the main reasons why we got and, out. And there was some there's some good deer up there and some people have killed some damn short giants up there. But as the president of the club would say, he said, you know, I remember being younger and coming up here, and at least a hundred and twenty-five inch deer was killed almost every weekend that they hunted. But they got the wrong people in there that just shot whatever, walked whatever, you know. Well, and then you just, it just takes for one too year. long, and it hasn't it hasn't rebounded back. Yeah, and, and it's not going to the direction they're going. Yeah, because they still want to shoot deer, which who doesn't? They want you to go, but they're not trying to make it a trophy club. That so you know. Yeah. Well, see, when I used to hunt Union Springs, I took a buddy of mine up there, and he shot a spike. And that was one rule in our club was no spikes. This spike had 16-inch spike on one side and an 18-inch spike on the other side. 
and the base of his horns was as big as that beer can. And they wanted to find me 150 bucks. I said, y'all kiss my ass. That deer needed to be killed. Oh, he'd have been a fine buck next year. I'm like, no, he wouldn't. Well, I tell you what, I said, I'll pack my shit tomorrow morning, and I'll be gone. Yeah. I ended up killing an eight-point on the way to go pack my stuff up the next morning. Left the guts on the skinning rack. And you said this was a cow horn? Yeah. Yeah. It, that goes back to some people think a cow horn will grow into something good and a cow horn will grow into But the nothing. main guy the main guy in the club, and I'm not gonna say his name, but he goes, Dude, I done let that butt walk three times. I'm like, Well, you're a dumbass. I'd have let him walk till I got a shot. Yeah, he goes, I done I'd let, let him walk, walk three right times. My damn bullet. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> one side was sixteen inches, the other side was eighteen inches. And the way they came up, they come straight up and they palmetted to where it was overlaid. I'm like, that's an old deer. You know, right. He for, was for years. Two hundred pounds. Heard, well, you could have you could have just pulled the jawbone and been like, "Look." He didn't care. He, he he said I was trying to hide it because I had it laid on the skinning rack, wrapped up in a tarp with ice inside of it. I was like, if I was going to hide it, it would not be on a skinning rack at the camp. I you know, I have speaking never of which, a... you were talking about Indiana earlier, and a guy that was in that club with me and Joel last year, dude, he killed a. St- Stud thirteen point in Indiana this year. Not to this week, this past weekend. Mm. I mean, a damn good one. There's some big ones up there. He killed a fine buck in Indiana. <clears throat> what were you gonna say, Joey? I said I've never been on a on a club where it had a year requirement or something like that. It's always been six point or bigger, eight point or yeah. bigger. Right. I've never but seen that. This gives you too much room for error. My it, experience it, it with does. clubs, they was, ended up changing that rule. Yeah. To and it's got to have that fourteen inch spread, but like Joel said, they're they're not a trophy club. They want you to be able to shoot deer, and you know go up there and have a good time. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. But you know, from surrounding properties, when the rut kicks in, is when they really start shooting good deer because they come in from the surrounding properties and kill deer. Right. But it's uh, the 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 club. It, it was actually a pretty cool club. Because you could go up there in the summertime, you could ride four wheeler, swim in the river, fish, do all that stuff. It was a year round type deal. You could turkey hunt it and all that. But you know, who's got time to do that? The, the hunt club drama is what you know. And, and that that's one guy, point. I was hunting that deer. You killed my deer. I'm like, well, fuck, you can't control you know, where that deer goes. I don't think we really there. Really, there really much, wasn't drama in the club. There wasn't. But everybody really got along good. If I'm yeah. driving to a club. I want a chance to kill something bigger than I can kill at the house. Right. Yeah. You know, and, th- and if, that's if, the thing. if they're blasting every two year old eight point they see, that's, I mean, well, and that's what's kind the of point of me driving, wasting my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's not, and that's why I, I hunt public land here and, and started, well, we hunt Georgia, you know, we hunted public land in Georgia, but it was a, a not a draw hunt, but a, it was. I well, mean, it's yeah, a lottery. Most, it, yeah, I mean, but it was still, we never not got drawn, but there was, I mean, there's good bucks up there for sure. So we, and then now Ohio and I did get on the lease in Alabama last year, but I only hunted it like, I don't know, four, five, six times. And see, that was the thing last year. We but, hunted it. But that one wasn't expensive. Once? No, it's $500. Yeah. And there's yeah, well, I three mean, people hunting. You're talking right. about the lease we got on was 1600 Yeah. Dude. You know, I got to hunt it one time, and I shot a deer that was two and a half years old. And it just ain't worth it. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, I mean, you could go to Indiana with sixteen hundred bucks and eat yeah, like a fucking. Dude, you king. could go. Yeah, you just don't go, pull a camper for, for sixteen hundred right. bucks, dude. You could you could hunt Ohio. You can hunt Ohio. You can hunt Illinois. 
you can hunt probably somewhere else. I didn't spend that much in Ohio. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. you can Airbnb. hunt. You can hunt different. <laughs> you can hunt different places Kentucky. for sixteen hundred bucks, <laughs> and hunt three or four different places in a year. <coughs> yep. Hmm. Well, we got anything else? We got on a lot of topics. It like got no, we did. We were all over the place. I think we're good. It got a little heated there for a minute. <laughs> They're like it's public land. It's <laughs> right. fun, man. Yeah. It's oh, fun. so a couple, a couple weekends ago, a guy pulled up where I was parked, and he's like, "Hey, well, you know, a friend of mine gave me this pin on here, and it's right down this road. Are you hunting down there?" And at first, I'm like, "Damn, my fucker, fuck, like, no." It's where I fu- killed that that six point. Yeah, so I'm like, "No, you know what? Go ahead." He's like, well, I've never been in there. I usually hunt someplace else and never been in there. I'm like, no, go ahead. You know, that's all you. So I went to the next road thinking, all right, he's going to push some shit to me. So anyway, I saw that dude's car. There was someone getting, it might have been one of you guys had commented about a uh, a car being parked on the highway that was coming in off the highway. That was you guys. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. So it was that dude. When I was heading home that night, I saw that same truck and he was, there was FWC. There was, you know, the so the white other. Ford Ranger with yep. the yep. Cam- yep. He's homemade camouflage. Yep, yep. So he gone. That, that he same gone. dude. So see, I let him go in there and hunt. Now he's he gone. gone. Well, he seeing gone. that that, and I say that kind of sucks. I mean, there's no. It don't suck. It's no, in the rule book. I understand. There's no excuse for not knowing the rules. Yeah, but. The way they do it, the way they 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 do the rules and and trying to find information for this little piece over here and that little piece, it's kind of there's some it's a gray, there's a big gray area. There's a there's a lot of fuckery that goes on. You there. yeah, you need to be very precise on where exactly you're looking for the rules. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but and I get it. I can see. I mean, there's people all the time. Not gonna. Anyways, there's people all the time asking, you know, hey, I don't quite understand. They do it all the time on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Because it is. I mean, we have the luxury of hunting it almost our whole lives. You know, you get a lot of people in this part of Northwest Florida that come in the, you know, TDY. They just they're just stationed. Here for a short time. Right. Yeah. You know, and so they're trying to hunt some of these wildlife management areas you know blackwater did it's a good thing that there's not a large presence of fwc up there yeah because so many people would get tickets because nothing is clearly marked well, you, and you'll jump on a road and think that and the i mean to me a road that's that's not open isn't like doesn't have ruts going through it. Like and nobody looks right. it look like nobody's been on. Right. That's not the case in, in Blackwater, you know, so anyway. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I think that's about enough for a Monday night. Joey, appreciate you being here, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks it. for coming, Joey. Oh, yeah, you know, congratulations. We would say we'll have you back, but we don't know if we'll still still be in business come January when (laughs) you finally kill another deer. Oh, he'll be back. (laughs) Y'all gonna follow my new uh, Joey's a good channel. So, are you gonna? 
So is that, I saw, what, rack wide, wide open? What? No, so uh, I started a YouTube channel, Facebook channel. Um, it's called Lock In Outdoors. Um, it's not going to be anything fancy. You know, it's just going to be getting out, hunting, fishing, working, showing what we do. Um, just try to get more people outside and doing the things we all enjoy. Have you got some videos up on YouTube yet? I'm gonna upload them probably tonight, tomorrow night, something yeah. like that. So it's locked. so when he when he finishes out and tags out, he's somebody that can come record for us while we're in the tree. Hell yeah! I'll go do that now. <laughs> I, I've, so I've got a guy too that wants to record. Yeah, so, I, I I love recording. I mean, I'd, I I would much rather see somebody kill a deer. I mean, I I just want to be there pretty much. Locked in. Lock in. Lock in. Yep. Outdoors. L O C K I N. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lock in. Outdoors, we get him in the saddle. So it's not change. That's what I was. Then it'll be, be hang strapped on. in outdoors. <laughs> oh, Jack, it'll be, yeah. it'll be yeah. strapped in. <laughs> I just don't know how I feel about that one little rope holding me on a. Dude, I'm telling you what, clip. it's a it's a game changer. It's it it, takes it really is when you hit the ground. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I feel safer. L- listen, I fe- I fell opening weekend. Um, you only go about six inches, and then you eat bark. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts. I promise you. Beats heating ground. That's right. I haven't ate bark yet. Just make sure you got your lineman's belt on. But, man, it's, it, it, it's – I think it's a lot safer than climbing in a tree. Yeah. You know, in a, in a climber, I should say. Um, I'm still kind of nervous about it. I have, I've, I've been hunting ladder stands and stuff like that here lately, but I've been in the yard messing with it. <laughs> but I, I mean i've been it, it, it's so much com- it's so comfortable how high are you what's climbing that on an average i only go about 14 feet gotcha. about 14 it, feet. it depends it you depends can climb on anything really you can you, you can that, yeah. i mean that's the thing like so when we went and put the camera yeah. in over there at bobcat there's not great trees for climbers but it's like I, I was telling there, Doug, like, and I said, "Look at dude. all these trees you can climb in here with a with a saddle." Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many. So, and uh, I'll show you the videos when we get done. But where I got the four big bucks on camera, it's in Planted Pines. Ain't ain't a fucking place that you're gonna take. A I don't care what it is—a summit, an old man. Yeah, there's no. It you're not. It's not happening. Just yeah. finding you a set of oaks and sitting in an oak or something. Well, I'm like in that. a sand pine. There you go. You know, you so, but yeah, that's yeah. I, I, I'm not giving up on it. It's I'm a whole nother still podcast. Working up but it, it's, it's, I'm thinking about getting one. I'm pretty sentimental to my climber, dude. Come, what come kind out, of climber. Yeah. You got well. I, I put it to you like this: is that you know I hunted the first weekend out of the. I ended up getting back in the tree in the set with my saddle. Right the day I fell that same morning, I crawled right back. And that was opening tree. weekend of both seasons. And that was opening weekend. Um, I did hunt out of a climber just because of where me and Joel were hunting at. Um, but noticed when I got in the climber that when I stood up, it was still, you know, I was always touching right. the side of the tree stand to, to kind of right. balance myself. That in the saddle, you do not have to do. In the saddle, you've always got three points contact. Yeah. And those and the ropes, man, they hold, they're both, like 3,500-pound breaking. Strength. Both is that feet. all that's holding you is that rope on that carabiner? Actually, hold on. That The rope that you see is called the bridge. That's the one that they usually hold on to. No, so uh, that's the, the tether. tether. That's your tether. Your bridge that goes from your saddle to the carabiner to your bridge. The tether, if you have an am still, it'll pick your truck up off the ground. Well, that tether is the same thing. You wear a, a <laughs> harness when you're in a, in a climber, right? So I do. the same tether you wrap well, around Well, it tree, depends. Hold on. Oh, only Summit. 
did that. Yeah. Oh, the other ones have like a buckle. Or right. Some of them right. Like right. So you have a summit. I have a summit Goliath. Yeah. And okay. Do you use the summit safety harness that I, came with it? I do not. I have a hunter safety system. Okay. So you got uh, a. An he's got a buckle. Yeah. Mine a buckle. has a strap with a loop, and I just clip a carabiner on right. to it. Yeah. So yeah. what I use is a rope with my am steel, and it's stronger than yours. My am steel bridge will pick up the front of your truck, no problem. You want to try it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the ropes that they use, will they're like 3,500-pound breaking street. I'm, I'm going to try one definitely soon. I just I haven't had the opportunity yet. You know what? We'll do a we, – we keep saying we're going to do it, and now hunting season's here, so nobody's going to take a Saturday off to to do a daytime podcast, but we'll we'll put one together, and you can come for that one. And we're going to do it during the day where we can get out and – and climb. I mean, I've got plenty. I want to do it and shoot. Hold on, hold on. I want yeah, to shoot this this next upcoming Saturday because it's crossbow. I've or I've, muzzleloader on private. Muzzleloader. You know, it's, it's muzzleloader on public land. We can get up and we can do something. Uh, I, won't I won't be here this weekend. How about Wednesday? I'll be in Biloxi because you're off Wednesday. Yeah, but this Wednesday. You're taking off work to go to Biloxi. We got plans. So. But he won't take off work to go hunting. Mm-mm. Look, sometimes family's more important. Or staying in a hotel with your wife. That's fun, too. <laughs> Joel and I got a big bug killing plan yeah. for Wednesday. Yep. Oh, I'm off Wednesday. Where are we going? Up it's been double, 28 days. Double ladder stand. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Wednesday's crossbow season. Y'all ain't going to be knowledge. So, so we'll put that together. And we've got multiple different saddles and stuff. So all kinds of yeah. Different yeah. setups for you to try. I want to do Actually, it we got two I different get, saddles. I get on up there too because I've literally only been about six foot off the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be glad I've been to 30. try. It. Just bring bring what you got there with you in case I need it. Uh, Here, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we've had one yet that. that. <laughs> so, well, gentlemen. all right. So, y'all go. We seem to be picking up some ground on our Facebook. And our Instagram. Um, so we're there. Southern Public Podcast. Um, go check us out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, I want to take a picture of that, of your six point. And now that it's, it's, uh, European mounted. Also check. I finally got it back from Ohio. Yeah. It took a, it, it took a couple of weeks to get back from Ohio. They ship it to you? Yeah. That is awesome. I had to leave it with a guy. He, uh, he done the European mountain. He shipped it back to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Also check out Locking Outdoors. Yes, definitely. Cool. All right, y'all. You ready to hit the button? I think I am. Let's hit it. All right. Shoot straight. All right. See y'all. These are my people. This is my land. to my life.